Wakey, wakey, Iggy Biggy. Tis the Smart Coast Morning Show. Blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. Oh, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Smod Coast Morning Show Tuesday, Left Coast Edition. It's morning. It's a new year, everybody. Welcome to 2015. I am a host, Marty. I'm here with Giselle Nitt, Stephen Kruger, and Bill Vatasan. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, and we're all making fun of... Oh, your mic wasn't on. Oh. <laughs> oh, try to make it her fault, even though you're supposed to set everything up. Yeah, yeah. When you say left coast edition, fuck what, the east coast. What if I'm holding the map upside down? Then you must be Australian. Then you ain't going nowhere. You must be. A, You're a, Kiwi. a mapist. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or well, no, north I mean, is north. We need we need context context <laughs> Marty needs more coffee. Contextualize. Yeah. North is north sounds like a terrible uh, like old timey string band <laughs> from Maine or something. <laughs> Maine. Ugh, fuck off. What do you um, know about music? You're in uh, Maine. An acapella, acapella group <laughs> from one of those college ones. Wearing overalls. Madeline, Madeline, home. <laughs> Did you go to Oberlin too? <laughs> Thank you, everybody. We are North is North. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll never be performing again. Madeline. Madeline. Oh, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Um, uh, how was everybody's break off? Thanks, guys, for for putting up. We did not have a, a show last week. Um, I, was, I, I came here. You were here. I sat here and made fun of your mom for yeah. two hours. Yeah. Where were you? I was putting together the best of, and I realized it's like five minutes, <laughs> and it's just you going. And you're not in it. Jazz, 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 jazz. Oh, please. For five minutes, and uh, that's it. Um, how was everyone's break? Oh, really good. You see, if she wore headphones, she would know she's not on mic. I don't know why she doesn't wear. Her. You know, my mouth was just one inch. But it's and a, now it's, it's, better. it's a uni. It's a unidirectional yeah. mic. Yeah, it, it's so we don't get people sitting next to you. It's not an omnidirectional mic. mic. Okay, okay, I understand. So uh, now that I'm in the mic, I can tell you my vacation was really nice. Yeah, I heard you. Ah, <laughs> I mean, we're sitting right next. It was to a little you know. quiet, but I heard you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I had a great break. My family came out to L.A., and I love having them here. And increasingly, they're, they're liking and navigating the city more successfully and really enjoying being here. Where do you take them? Um, we spend a lot of time downtown because we can do it on foot and just wander, which I really enjoy. And now downtown is, is downtown LA is the kind of place where you can wander and pop in and out of shops, coffee shops, grab lunch. Um, there's just a lot to do. And then the architecture is stunning. Yeah. Um, I had my brother and his girlfriend staying up in Silver Lake, which is another kind of semi-walkable, um, pedestrian-friendly, user-friendly neighborhood. They have a lot of artisanal dog bowls <laughs> in in the Silver Lake area, don't yeah. they? Yeah, it's definitely what, that kind of place. What is that? You know, fancy dog for your dog to feed him, but it's a nice bowl and it's artistic and unexpected. And really expensive and yeah. utterly unnecessary. You mean made by like a guy who has a master's in art history and that's, he's throwing in the kiln all, yeah. all day long. While and he's... he has an Etsy page. Oh, but he doesn't have a Pinterest. dog. Interesting no way. dogs. No, he's allergic to dogs. This is how he works <laughs> through it. He makes art, artisanal dog bowls. Yeah. I live in Silver Lake. Never seen one. That's you had that store. It's called Poodle and Pooch or something. What is it called? Oh, Poodle and Pooch. That's a coffee shop. There's Pussy and Pooch downtown, which sadly is a <laughs> pet store. 
Oh, Marty's getting a more important call than this podcast. Hold on, <laughs> hold on, everyone. Let's stop. Jesus, tap dancing Christ! What is that? It's his that is agent. a big phone. That's not a phone. That's Doctor Theopolis. I'm sure it's not. That his should agent. be worn around his neck. <laughs> what the fuck? Beady, 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 beady. <laughs> that is so fucking. Is that one of those jitterbugs that old people have? It's so you can drop it and it won't uh, break. Marty, that is a right? ch- that is the size of a small pool. It is it is shockproof to ten feet. You just because you throw your phone when you. Do, I didn't get it. Then you throw it against the wall. Jesus that Christ, is a beast! It is terrible. It's twice the size of any pocket. I, I'm not going to use it. I, I just this is a toboggan. A child, a small child could get in this and go down a hill. Yeah. You can run so a take, car. Take a picture and show the... What, okay. what are all these yeah, side... What is this? No, that's, the, that's to make it waterproof. Bitty, bitty. This is what are tr- you doing that you need that kind of... Are you, are you an adventurer? He's hovering 10 feet over the water. <laughs> what are you, well, Indiana Jones over here? He's in the bath. He's got the toaster and he needs this. to make a call because, you know, he needs to call whoever will talk him off the ledge. You can run a car over this. Very, very <laughs> is that clumsy. what you do? Yeah, that's what I do. I just test it. Oh, my God. Okay, hold it up so I can take a, for a picture. Okay, uh, this is really good. Good podcasting, and <laughs> there's no lens. Oh, that's Jesus a, I have Christ! I had a so, wonderful New Year's as well. What? Courtesy of Marty Yu, who was what? kind enough to invite me up north to spend to spend the New Year si- with his good friends. Turn it a little bit sideways so they can see how thick is. It's really yeah, thick. There, that's good. That's good. Your big. Um, what did you do? Okay. Um, we were up in uh, wine country, Santa Inez Valley, Santa Inez, Los Alamos, oh. uh, Buellton. Los Olivos, Solvang, some great food, really nice company, and I got to jam on a New Order song with the drummer for the Pixies. That's pretty awesome. It was pretty awesome. God, that I can't imagine what that's like. Marty got to sing. Aw, it was super fun. And did you uh, end up staying up there for a while, or did you? I did two nights there, but I I, I had a pretty pretty full day that last day. But there's yeah. beach hiking. There's there's pretty much everything to do up there. That's nice. my that's that's Holy Land. Um, and Kruger. Hi, what's going on? Sorry, Tell us about I, I, your Jewish Christmas. I'm not Jewish. <laughs> Except when it's... Except for in Hollywood when I go, Hey, Meshuggah, what's going on? Let's do some Meshuggah. Where are you from originally? Boston, your Massachusetts. People. Oh, that's right. Oh, the, the, the Jew side? Your, no, you, all of your peoples. My dad is an enigma. I don't know where he's from. He has no family. He is literally like a superhero. He just fell to earth and there he was. I don't, uh, your mother's Ashkenazi? My, uh, yeah, Ashkenazi, like uh, Russian, Polish, oh. Jewy. It's weird because my grandmother's mother, I look at pictures of her, she almost looks Chinese. She's so Eastern European. That's mm. why your accent is she so Mongolian? No, but this, when they smile, even my sister, when she smiles, her eyes become kind of slits, little like It's very like... It sounds cute. I, I see it in some uh, Eastern European Jews. I'm like, yeah, there's a little Chinese in there. You know whose eyes always crinkle up more than I expect them to is Steve Martin. Oh. When he smiles. When he smiles, his big smile, his eyes crink hmm. up, crinkle Crink? Yes. Crinkle. Crinkle. Crinkle up. Uh, did you get to see your lesbian sister? I did. Is she's that... just my sister. She's not, she's not my lesbian sister. She's just a, a woman who happens to enjoy eating pussy. Um, yeah, I did see. So you have things in <laughs> yeah. common. We have, yeah, we talk about eating pussy. And I think she was actually a little uh, hot for Lance Mountain, who finally met her. There was, there was a lot of heated conversations. Electricity? A little, a little charge. I'm was, hot for Lance Mountain. Well, That's a beautiful lady. Eh, I do all right. You you have really scored on that. I don't have any money, and this is what she lives with, so huge cock. Like, it has, like, it, like that's the only math that could make any sense. Like, why would she be with me? It's your not, I, I don't make any dough, and I look like this. Um, Giant 
throbbing <laughs> purple Blech. baby old baby's arm holding a uh, a plum. So do you want to get into the news then? Babe, Let's get into the news. Baby's right, arm so holding Marty's phone. Uh, this is how much I dislike the news segment. I would rather continue talking about Stephen Kruger's so I cock. Went, I went to Boston. <laughs> My cock and I and Lance Mountain went to Boston. Uh, I had not been back in four years, and it's not changed. It is a uh, provincial, uh, is a, a hive of mass holes, as they like to be called. The accent, the attitude, the... Uh, oh, I, I went by where the bombing was, the uh, Boston Marathon bombing. Yeesh. Very understated, very... Uh, Do they be, have a plaque? No, they just... Um, on one of, oh, the knitting thing you were yammering on about. Really? They knit some sort of stuff with people's clothing and who had been affected by it. And you wouldn't... You could walk by it and you wouldn't even know. You and see? I, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. They don't have like a plaque and... Uh, you know, uh, a, a, a beacon or a light or anything. It's it, You just walk by and I say, I think it was here because I watched it on the news. And this is the Dunkin' Donuts that got blown up, which is um, pretty easy in Boston. There's a lot of Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> um, but it was uh, it was crazy to stand there and think, oh, wow, bombs went off here just a couple years ago. Um, and then I went to New York and I saw the new uh, Freedom Tower. So I've been to all the bombing sites. I'm going to try to hit Oklahoma City. But our flight got delayed. Did you see any of the rats in, in the Freedom Tower? No. Are there rats in there? Yeah. 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 Apparently, they invaded the, uh, the Vogue offices. Perfect. And, uh, yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, well, no, crude oil is at $50 <laughs> a barrel. So I saw the Patriots. That was fun. Oh, wait. I'm, I'm still... Do you think yeah. that the oil-producing countries and the oil oligarchs are trying to undermine... Uh, Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By they can last longer than we can at right. this low price. So basically what they're doing is they're undercutting uh, domestic oil. So like we're extracting oil from other places like shale, but it costs more to do that. Yeah. And they're still just pumping oil out, and it's it's cheaper for them to do it. Yeah. Uh, so so it, their plan is for... Uh, our oil industries to fail because right. they can't sustain on those low income. Right. And, as a and result, yet still no one's turning heavily towards the electric car. Right. Uh, yeah, they slowly are. I mean, certainly but slowly, I'm so but I'm talking about heavily. That, like, that well, your, if we're, if we're under leaders, the heel of these... country leaders is not... So SUV prices, uh, SUV sales have just shot up because people are like, oh, you know... We're gas back. Is, gas is 275. Well, let's just... Let's kill it. Not realizing that uh, the the... They're not creating more oil. There's still a finite amount of oil, and it's going to be less and less. It's weird when you smell your fingers. Don't do that. I'm touching my mustache in, in thought. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. I'm, Maybe uh, that's just a cover. Hold for on, but let me smell my fingers. fingers. Yeah, I shouldn't have no. smelled them. Oh, uh, no. no. I, wi- I, wipe, wow. I wipe with this hand. Don't worry. But um, so they're, they're expecting, they're buying these cars, these gas guzzlers. Assuming that this is some sort of permanent thing, why don't people is talking about? Listen, this is all just a ruse for uh, other peoples to undermine our industry, and then we're going to be beholden to them. Why oh, aren't is because everybody? Because people are stupid, and people are also driven by care? money. And so, but you know, yeah. eventually, who are we going to war with? No, eventually, oil prices are going to go back. Everybody, up. but, Give but it is, time. It, is this not what Kuwait did to Iraq, and then that that spurned the first? Gulf uh, War. Gulf War. Is it? Oh, did no, they, they, they were they overproducing, under- and Iraq's uh, income is 99% oil. And right. when the price of oil drops, they don't make any GBT. So, uh, <laughs> GBT. GBT. So they, they said, all right, we're just going to roll our tanks in there and take you over. So right. who's doing this to us? Uh, Saudi Arabia? Yeah, Saudi Arabia. Oh, let's, let's bomb them. 
Mm, yeah. Well, oh, wait, no. But like, but it, Americans are just like super excited, and Obama was being blamed when the prices went up, like you know, when they were over four dollars a gallon. It was like Obama, and now it's under two fifty. It's the the lowest it's been since like you know two thousand nine or something like that. And uh, they aren't. He doesn't get credit for that now. It's you know. So it's just when it's convenient they they use it. But eventually we're going to have to rely more on electricity, and. Which is made by coal. Uh, predominantly by coal. Yeah, that's not better. No, it's not better at all. We should just start walking like you. Solar. Solar power is also good, but also it's incredibly toxic to make the solar panels. And solar power... I didn't know that. Is it the, the material? The In the past five years, our solar energy capacity has increased sixfold. And that's because all these Chinese factories are just churning it out. And it's, you know, you're using lots of... Goddamn Chinese. Yeah. It's always them. Lots of toxic chemicals to make those... These, I did not know these, that. Uh, wind. Things. Uh, wind is just not uh, reliable enough. It's not going to <sighs> keep spinning. Uh, Water. Did I read something that said sure. nuclear, that, that some scientists are saying everything taken into consideration, nuclear power is the best? Uh, yes. And, uh, Nuclear-powered I mean, cars. It's, uh, that actually, seems really dangerous. Well, no, you would charge your car through a nuclear-powered... Still outlet. seems dangerous. No, it's a, a weird thing since... Because in 1979, uh, I don't know if everybody knows that there was a, a thing called Three Mile Island where mm. in Pennsylvania... There I was, remember it well. Um, uh, a, a nuclear reactor was leaking gas, uh, nuclear uh, radiated gas. And they shut it down, and it was a huge thing, and uh, it caused this panic. And that was the last time that we ha- gave out a license for nuclear-powered uh, facilities. It also didn't help that the, uh, the the Springsteens of the world would have no nukes concerts. Uh, all of the your lefty buddies just... But that were... was for bombs. That wasn't for... No, they were talking about nuclear power as well. I remember that as a kid, and I thought, but... Doesn't what, what? When are we going to run out of this gas? Right. No, and it's true. And um, can't get any more boat gas. I won't do. That's my resolution. No more accents. Oh, <laughs> we just lost our half our listenership. Um, <laughs> oh, come back! <laughs> Don't go too far. <laughs> joke, joke, not over. Um, just kidding, mate. <laughs> Crocky, it's a babadook, mummy. That's all I, that's all I got. Mummy, mummy. I, I have not stopped saying that. And I've been uh, around. Neither, neither I, has that kid. I know that kid. That's his. That's his audition. So even reel. though we produce thirty percent of the nuclear power in the in the world, we still haven't built a new nuclear power plant since like nineteen ninety six. But it is going to be the wave of the future. And the, here's the thing about that people don't know about Three Mile Island, or they forget, is that nobody died in that in that uh, accident. Yeah, but Jane Fonda made a movie with Michael Douglas. Uh, China Syndrome. Yeah. yeah. It, what and the and, China part was that the reactor would melt all the way through the earth and end up in China? Sure. That's a win-win. Aww. <laughs> I so bad! But then if you think about like how many people die from coal, indirectly from coal smoke and coal, and coal ash, uh, look at what's happening in China, and you compare that. And, but it's like this slow... But there have, been, there have been casualties from nuclear sure, absolutely. failures. Absolutely. Chernobyl and... Chernobyl and, and Japan. Yeah. What's the Japan yeah. one called? Yeah, Fukushima. 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 Thank you. Yeah. Fukushima. Thank you. But if, even if you compare those oh, numbers versus the millions of people who have died from... Uh, from, from pollution, from air pollution. Yes. From, have you been to Beijing? Uh, people are dying. Yeah, exactly. Just from breathing. Yeah. And that so nuclear is a safer option, and we don't really think of it because we think and it's about nuclear, not nuclear, right? Okay, yeah. Uh, and so I, I, I always, think I'm going to need to know that. I just try now. to mumble it because I can never remember <laughs> nuclear. Nu- 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 just say atomic. It's so much easier. Atomic, atomic energy. energy. Oh, 
Oh, Ooh, so I like that. My little, my little trip tip for the day. It's vintage. It's yeah. throwback. Atomic. It's hip. So to give you some idea, like one golf ball oh, size still going. Uh, piece of uranium <laughs> will give you enough energy to, to last you, an individual their lifetime, which is the equivalent. Ooh, where can we get a golf ball of uranium? Uh, which is the equivalent of 56 tanker trucks of natural gas. You know, Jesus. Eight, yeah. So... Um, so I did not know any of it. This is actually informative. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, what would Bill like? Because I was looking <laughs> at my list. So I, it, I just want to put that out there to put people in the perspective of that we need to look at this as a multi, multi-layered thing. It's got to be nuclear. So you're wind, embracing solar. nuclear. Yeah. And it, it's, hmm. it's hard to, to, uh, to get, you know, there's a hard thing to, because my instinct is to fight it. You right. Know? Because, yeah. That's, that's why I'm, that's why I'm. Shining a light on it because it is interesting. And the the challenge will be how we get how we get rid of nuclear waste. So, what they the do challenge will be not China. having a bunch of corrupt mafioso fucks in charge of getting rid of nuclear waste. What they do in France is they encase it in glass and they bury it and then, and they put it in museums. Yeah, basically that they serve just, it as food in England. <laughs> but and so people freak out because there's this like concentrated bit of you know hunk of of radioactivity that's just sitting there, but. The alternative is to burn things in the air and just let them dissipate, you know, just around. Well, surely we should launch them into space, and then that should mutate the local lizards on some far-off planet who then The become, lizards on a far-off planet. Yeah, and yeah. then they become, you know, humanoids so that they're affordable to do in CGI, and they come and attack us. Or thank us. Or thank us by attacking us. Problem solved. Superman 5, coming soon. <laughs> um, all right. Do you guys have any resolutions for this year? <laughs> To not interrupt you during the news. That was informative. <laughs> that was well thought out. What are you drinking, scotch? Oh, that's right, kombucha. It really looks like you're drinking scotch. I wish. You're like, it's going to be a rough one today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Here's a resolution. Drink, scotch, 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 and only scotch. scotch. <laughs> one word, scotch. <laughs> no, resolutions are stupid. Just continue doing what you do. Don't. Are you going to change anything? In- no, everything's fine. Yeah, you're, well, you're they killing you it. Killing it. A feeling of freshness. My, you know what? My penis should be bigger. I'm gonna. I'm gonna think bigger. Make my dick pull on it. <laughs> oh, I do constantly. You have to stretch it out. It's two hands. It's like that stretch Armstrong. I got two hands when this I way. I try and flatten my sweaters, it. You know they tend to shrink up, yeah, yeah. so I have to pull out the sleeve. I a dip it bit. in hot water and I yank and it. Yeah, that's get right. it back into the shape and it. I lay it on a uh, blanket on the floor for a day to, roll to dry. It. I roll it. Roll it. Back I rub uh, emollients and salves on it i do everything i'm gonna spend more time with my dick this year i wish you would mm. you can uh pound it out with a meat tenderizer i do dunk, 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 i'm gonna dunk. bob flanagan he's the guy he's the uh what? the jim man- rose no he's the the performance artist who nailed his penis oh, the yeah. what oh. part of it the head the board. Yeah, you can watch it in, in oh, what part of the board? <laughs> the naughty part. <laughs> hey! Oh, double entendre. Uh, you could put rings around it like those ladies in Africa who make their neck. But I don't, wanna, I, I don't want a 14-inch pencil dick. I still want girth. I, want it, I, want it to, I just want it to be fatter. Like every other part of my body has gotten fatter since I was a child, but my penis has remained the you same can weight. Inject it with silicone. Can you? Yeah, there, there's a guy. There are guys. There's a guy. I got, I'll give you a card after the. Yeah, no, no, there's a. <laughs> yeah. um, you can have but, uh, little air balloons. I I heard of a guy like Liberace. He had, he had, a, he had a little thing to inflate his dick. Yeah, his dick, dick, yeah. Dick. and they put a little button. That's, and I can just still. Go, that's if you're impotent. I'm not impotent. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just bored with my give dick. Give it time. I've been with this dick a long time. You know what would be really cool if I could wake up and have a different dick? Just for a day. 
By the way, if you have swap, like a, just a, have, I look down as a giant black dick, and I would like bank yeah, bash it into things. You have to get other guys to sign up for that, so you. Oh, have, yeah, it would be a, a, hey, a guy. You yeah. want to sign up for the dick swap? It would be a dick roundabout or something. Dick swap. By the way, if it, people want to tweet in their non-dick-related no, no, let's go, re- let's resolutions, go. that's at Nooner Dan Marty. Or with the mail sacks a little light, if you want to send in an email, that's NoonerPodcast. Or a dick pic. The Tumblr page is going to be delayed today because uh, Darren is having some internet issues and Tyson is having some That's code for he's so He's Tyson, captured another woman and he's... Not he's uh, it's the exit interview yeah. with her in he the had well. To go get more duct tape. Hello, I need to. I, and I need Tyson, to. we're thinking about you, and uh, hope everything goes well. Um, I have a resolution. Go on. Well, well, first of all, you helped me realize one sort of minor thing, which was to spend time with new people. Um, and I, th- that, after spending time with those people, you're like, no, new yeah, people. So that's done. I don't have to do that anymore. Um, but. Uh, I resolve in 2015 not to take anything personally. Ooh. That's my new thing. What about personal attacks? I'm not going to take it. It's not about me. Yeah. It's about their need to attack. That's really good. Do you have a strategy for in the moment when somebody says something that you maybe would have taken personally to now not take personally in the moment? I don't, but I will say that I have not been aware of the idea of not taking anything personally. I mean, there are certain things, you know, in, in my career, the casting directors always tell you not to take it personally when you're, re- when you're rejected or when you don't get the job or something yeah. like that. And to not take it personally if, if a director is, is gruff or, you know, un- unhelpful or unkind, or if you get fired from a job, you know, there's something to learn from, but it's not to be taken personally. So I've, I've been hearing that in terms of my career, but I've never actually thought of that idea in terms of my life. Like being being rejected by women or or being hurt by friends or you know whatever it might be, um, I've never even never even occurred to me. So I read it for the first time up up in um, San Inez Valley. Uh, I was reading a book that mentioned that it's one of the four agreements. That's the book you was reading. Yes, I love that book. I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. There's the some weird. Agreements. There's like when they start talking about the ancient Toltec and like just keep it grounded. <laughs> um, but the uh, that idea it had never occurred to me never came across my plate and just knowing that it exists right now is is something to remember to go back to yeah and i'm trying to remember that now because uh i started liking a girl and i don't think she likes me and i'm not taking it personally oh that's beautiful it's you giselle (gasps) (laughs) giselle is a woman she's 100 percent woman well technically speaking (laughs) but i would not hold you to it Um, so that's that's my that's a good one. I'm like going for it. I'm going I mean, for I think it. that people like uh, they need. Um, it's very hard, difficult for them to change on their own. So uh, just like wake up one day and say, "Oh, I'm going to do this." And so New Year's provides a sort of launching pad. But and, uh, and it's communal a little bit, which I like because ev- a lot of people is doing it. Right. I was going to say everybody, but not. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna play with my dick more. Okay, dick more. Dick more. Dick more. Dick more. <laughs> Stephen Dickmore. Stephen Dickmore. I'm gonna. I I said no more voices, but that uh, that didn't. Like most resolutions, it doesn't last. Yeah, they come up. I woke up one New Year's in my twenties and I said I'm a vegetarian, and I was for three years. That's impressive. I just do things like that, yeah. I, but I I don't like this. Like I'm gonna stop eating so much sugar. Uh, I don't need to. I don't need uh, the first day of the lunar year to decide that. I just go, look at you, it's you fat the, fuck. Stop eating fucking... It's not the lunar fucking... year. 
the calendar year. Don't just just yes and me once. Gregorian cal- calendar year. <sighs> oh no, that's like a Buddhist thing. You're doing a you're doing the Gregorian. Thing. You guys are in Mixolydian. Need to be in uh, pentatonic or the other way around. Isn't that a brand of pen? No, jelly? it's a music nerd scale. You thing. want to borrow my pentatonic pen? No, stop it. <laughs> Did you have a, a New Year's resolution? Mm-hmm. Um, stop eating that crap in the morning. It smells like for, grimace yeah, farts. For the, <laughs> for the great first punk, time, great I punk band from Canada in the uh, in the nineties, grimace farts. <laughs> Saw them with Murphy's Law and <laughs> Murphy's Law. You remember them? Sure. Oh, yeah. okay. um, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I ha- I have two. One is that um, I have. You only get one. <laughs> we don't have time. <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? We're trying to keep this to a tight. What are we? Three hours long. Yeah, I oh. was listening to the comedy bang bang like uh, Christmas special. It's like two and a half hours. What? Why isn't it just a tight forty? And I was like, this Oh is- wait, <laughs> that's not what we do. Um, yeah, we do tend to ramble on. Somebody. I don't know what's happening. It's the baseline. It's the baseline to ramble on. Yeah. Oh, is that a song? You're not a teenage boy. I, I oh. used to be in the seventies. In the seventies, they're, they're talking about the Lord of the Rings. Was it ben, the Van Halen's? Close enough. <laughs> One of them, not all of them. Was it's, it? It's the Led Zeppelin. Led Halen. Led Zeppelins. I like them. The Led Zeppelins. Yeah. That's a good band name. Uh, <laughs> so what, was your, what are your two resolutions? Well, Spit it out, woman. We don't have time. Uh, one of them is very similar to not taking things personally. I have been struggling with faulty self-confidence. Huh. Yeah. It's my self-confidence thick. was on the fritz. And so, oh, I thought you were. I thought you meant you faulty, as in like false self confidence. Right, right. I was going to tell you to shut the fuck up, <laughs> idiot. No, I've been <laughs> to help you. God, you're fucking stupid. You're welcome. Is, is this helping? <laughs> oh, it's the other way around. I'm so sorry. You're that just was... joining the chorus of voices. Oh, in no. Head, <laughs> oh no, adding to the cacophony. Um, cacophony. Oh, I saw what you did there, Marty. You blotted out the. Um, the kombucha, scoby? The, the scoby. Yeah. yeah, that's like... Um, you blooped out the scoby. It's like a sinus infection, snot rocket, and cum all in one little ball. It is not good to and put in your mouth. Brown, you, do you drink it? You drink it. It's very good for you. Fuck no, that. You don't drink it. You I know, drink it. My next door neighbor yesterday spent... Look at that. Look at that. Hey, you drink, I'll drink it. Ugh. You can eat that. You can eat it. It's healthy bacteria. Uh, you can eat it's dog just, shit, but I'm not going to. My neighbor yesterday... Uh, Spent 20 minutes in the shower and his window was open, so I heard it trying to get the phlegm from his mm, lungs. Did you record it? Oh, it was really <laughs> intense. <laughs> on and on and on. And, and you just stared at him the entire 20 minutes. Like, I just was listening to Take it. Take a it photo amazing. of it. Take a photo. I've been waiting for 20 minutes. Well, now you have that scope sitting there. I know what it looked like. <laughs> like one of those. Oh, oh, I would have beat off so hard. Mm. 
Uh, what, and your second so one? So my first one was, I'm going to... Stop listening to your neighbor's shower. We got it. You're a fucking keep, um, perv. For the self-confidence, I'm going to keep reminding myself that those voices telling me I'm no good, I'm no good, they're only in my head and nobody in the world is telling me that. You're no good. Because happily, they don't really care one way or the well, other. I, but I misunderstood her statement. I thought she had too much confidence, yeah, so yeah. I was That's calling I her a loser, calling her a loser to help her. But I realized yeah. that just exacerbated the situation. Luckily, I don't put much stock in what you say. You don't have your, and you don't have your <laughs> headphones on, so you don't hear anything. <laughs> Lucky for both of us. <laughs> so that was one of them, and the other one is this. Uh, I'm just going to say, on the other hand, whatever. Mm, That's nice. going to be my what you call a mantra. Mantra. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, whatever. Oh, uh, people are dying in the third world. On the other hand, whatever. <laughs> it's oh, a it's the, a bomb for the Republican everything. Republican Congress is is destroying the Bill of Rights. On the other hand, whatever. It works. <laughs> it help you get through the day smooth. Um, yeah, I just want to make more money and I want a six pack. On the other hand. <laughs> <laughs> You see, it can help you with all your problems. Yeah. I have so many problems. On the other hand, mm-hmm. whatever. You see, like this. There was something wonderful in the in the four agreements uh, about those voices in your head that I'm not recalling right now. It was something like, uh, I think it was involved in the idea of not taking anything personally because like, if someone's attacking you, it's more about them. Yeah. And when the voices in your head are attacking you, you, you can forgive them just as much as you can forgive someone else yeah. for... Yeah. You know, not and even not even take the voices in your head personally. Yeah, that's and right. just recognize that it's just it's just shit that goes on. Yeah. And you don't have to invest in it, you don't have to listen to it, you don't have to yeah. pay it any mind. Or if it if, if it does start affecting you, then you can forgive yourself for being affected and get over it a lot quicker and yeah. not even take your own self abuse personally. That's right. I love that. I just love that. We get very conditioned that all these thoughts going through our head, we think, oh, we have to believe them and listen to them, and or we have to fight with them and stop them. But you can just, uh, like you say, let them be, don't believe them, they go away on, on the own. other hand. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I like those four agreements. So the one of them is don't take anything personally. Mm-hmm. What are the other three? Uh, always be impeccable with your word. Yeah. Including the things you say about yourself to yourself. Ooh. So a lot of times I've I've looked in the mirror and said out loud something super negative, or something like, or or I've said or I've said things like God, I'm a fucking mess, or I've always been a something something, you know. And uh, so it's your, your word with others, but also your word to yourself. I like that. And what about the word to your mother? Hey, we got the traffic here. The one, we got a morning show here. The 97.1. We got Giselle in the studio here. She's just cracking us up. She's doing Giselle in the box. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> See? You're, uh, on the other hand. Whatever. <laughs> there you go. You got a catchphrase. The phrase of pays. You go, let's, let's get some callers on the phone. What's the phrase of pays? On the other hand. Whatever. <laughs> You get a bowl of kombucha. It looks like cum and start rocking. Well, Melody, you're going to stay on the other line. I want to talk to you about life. That is point one. <laughs> I don't miss radio. I was in radio very briefly. I, I what don't. did you do in them? This. Talk in them. Radio. Yeah. No, I was it's a sales a plural, guy. right? What? Like media. Radio. 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 It's not, it's not plural. What? What are two radios? Radio. 
That's what that means. When you when you dang, I can't hear you. <laughs> oh, it's my new character, Deaf Ra- Guy. Radia, I think is Radii? Radius? Radia. I loved in Inherent Vice he kept calling stewardesses steward eye. That's my little stupid joke. Adding, I did adding not make eye. it through 15 minutes of that movie. The movie? I haven't, I've only read the book. Oh, probably the book was really good. He the was movie. setting you up for that. He was just like, I'm going to be like the, the cool guy. Well, I don't know in the movie if he just uses the, the term steward eye. Because, I because he's, he only, he's only read it. the book. Oh. You know. Well, after Gravity's Rainbow, I felt like I just <laughs> needed to dip back into pinch. After the third time. And I got through it once. What about The Cloud Atlas? Oh, that's a good book. I, I don't know. I didn't oh, read it. That's good I book. read a book once a decade, and this was the book. Now, Fascinating. Wait, Bill. Yes. Thir- third agreement. I want oh, to come hear. on. No, no more agreements. We're... We have two more to get through. Oh, we could do it fast. Okay. You don't do the boring-ass news fast. Uh, no, sometimes it gets interrupted by you. Yeah, but I interrupt more cleverly right, than you do. The, the, the <laughs> oh, I don't remember. What is the third uh, one? All right. Okay. Uh, well, he doesn't remember. So eat Always more, do eat, your best. Eat more grains. Oh, yeah. Always do your best. Always do your best. Which is another way of forgiving yourself. If you, if you fi- it's kind of like what I you said. I know the fourth one. Scotch. <laughs> that makes all three, like, make yeah, sense. Makes yeah, everything smooth. And the fourth <laughs> one ca- is... The, always do your best is kind of like what you said. Sometimes bravery is just uh, going to bed and trying again tomorrow. Yes, I love that. And hunting heck. Okay, Hun- let's go through the 12 steps. And the fourth, steps. hold on. The first on. one is admitting f- you have a problem. I have a big one right in front of me. <laughs> what? <laughs> three big ones. Okay, the fourth one is don't make assumptions. Right. I don't know that one as well. I have to reread that chapter. Uh, to me, it means uh, I like to wait and see what is happening instead of going into my head. <laughs> oh, this guy is trying to wrong me and he's being a jerk uh, and I yeah, need yeah, to yeah, hate him. Sense. Wait, wait. Try to understand the situation. I never thought I'd say this, but can we go back to the news? <laughs> okay, so to- those are the four agreements. That's all. Welcome oh. to Smetter Yourself. Smetter Yourself. It's a Pete Holmes uh, inspired spinoff podcast yeah. where we talk about metaphysical. What's that thing he does that uh, you tap yourself and you go, I uh, unconditionally respect and love myself and blah, blah, blah. And uh, well, Lance like Mountain got annoying. me into it. And it, you like tap yourself in all these places and you have a mantra. And I oh, did, I I did it once love because yourself. I was having you a. Uh, your hand and hold your fingers like Yeah, this. You, do, you do this. What's up? You have Tourette's. No, it's, or you're it, in a it's like Talking a, Heads video. Yes. Um, what is it supposed to stimulate? It's stimulate Same as points. it ever was. And then uh, you say, I unconditionally respect and love myself and it blah, blah, some mo- fucking mantra. I did not enjoy that ritual. I, uh, I did it because I was having an anxiety attack and I was just, uh, just eating gallons of Xanax. And I think maybe I should stop and do something natural. And I did it and it worked. But then I caught myself in the mirror going, <laughs> I unconditionally love and love myself. And, 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 I, and I went, nope, can't, can't be done. That's the fourth thing is don't look, no at, your, mirror. Don't look, at, don't look in the mirror. Don't look I at your stupid say, shit I, in the mirror. I started looking in the mirror less and less. It made me very much happier to mm-hmm. not look in the mirror. There's one of Nick, Nick Offerman did a stand-up thing uh, and he gives like 10... Ten advices, ten pieces of advice for a happy advices. life, and he's like, I think it's advi- "Ignore advice. the mirror, ignore ah. the mirror." I I barely look in the mirror. Mary Megan, Mary Megan yeah. Mullally, she's got money. That's his. That's I think so, if if something on my appearance is bad enough, somebody will mention it to me. Can you kill the mics? I gotta, I gotta have a. I gotta have a. <laughs> you gotta have a sidebar. Sidebar. Listen, this is welcome to better yourself with Giselle, Steve, and Bill. You have one of Grimace's pubes in your teeth. A little purple <laughs> pube. Oh no! Do I really? No, I would let you know. <laughs> Thank you. Now, she's actually picking your. teeth. You have nothing in your teeth. I would let you know. Okay. But Lance <laughs> Mountain, after every meal, she. 
I can see the tongue swabbing around. It's fucking disgusting. I have to look around. Like, ugh. I mean, the rest of my I life. I do that too. And then, I'm sorry. She doesn't do that. My grandmother used to do that because they ate a lot of uh, stringy meat. But then she just smiles like this crazy smile. She goes, everything in my teeth. And I'm like, I will tell you if you have a chicken wing hanging out of your fucking molar. Like she's done that to me. I know. It's like, it's like if you do that. You, then you're fine with something making your teeth, you know. If, if you're showing me the person you're sit, having a meal with, I know. Yeah, but she's yeah. she's obsessed with it. And my dad's uh, part-time girlfriend. I don't know. I, I don't understand the what's the term for a girl that comes over on the weekends. Part-time lover. He moved his lady into his house and then bumped her down to part-time. She just comes over for the weekend. Nice. And also stays in a separate room because he, I, God knows what he's doing. Gassing. I don't know. But she had a giant chunk of food in her teeth. And I just met my dad's new girlfriend. I didn't know how to tell her. There's a, an iceberg, a side of iceberg lettuce just hanging <laughs> off. The, yeah, there's a head of There's an entire kale plant in your... Uh, One time I met uh, the country music singer Dwight Yoakam. I waited in line I to... I enjoy him. I love him. He's I, really I great. I met him before. He's really nice. And he had a super nice guy. He had a little something in his nose. A little booger. He had a bear in the cave. A rock of coke. Booger sugar. I know it will embarrass him for me to say it, but then at least he can take care of it for everybody who's in line behind me so i told him <laughs> you got a bear in the cave you gave I him said, a- you have a little something right just, you just, okay. you give know, me a look just do this a little bit a yeah, little bit a little bit and uh, can you score me a bump too um <laughs> joseph douglas was he grateful or did he freak joseph, out? score me a bump uh, he was nice <laughs> about like, it but it's sort of like a put, real pro yeah. Yeah. i couldn't then say hey will you sign my breast <laughs> um may joseph. i have your your booger <laughs> case it in lucite and sell it on ebay Joseph Douglas's uh, resolution is to make more attainable short-term goals, like the gym and a job. That's awesome. That's good. Hey, Find other podcasts I've, to listen to. Like, that should be Joseph all your Douglas, goals. Do, Joseph Douglas, do you go onto the website Reddit? Oh Jesus! Because if you what? do, it's not, everyone way, knows it's on the web. It's, this I don't go to the I don't go to the Reddit. library and open up the Reddit book. I, everyone knows it, you're like the website Reddit. No, it is I don't know why she's Indian. It was just easier. <laughs> Your accent's too hard to do. Can you do it Indian, please? Http backslash 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 r backslash yeah, wait, backslash R. We all know what Reddit is. What's, What's the subreddit? What's it? The X effect. T H E X effect. E F F E C T. Just go on there, Joseph Douglas. You will see. You will like it. It's a little 49 day putting X's, building a new habit. It's really nice. Lot of support. And okay. when you're bored, go to um, Gone Wild. <laughs> no, wait, what's it's the women one? just taking well, new. While you're on Reddit, should not be a total loss. No, no. It's, uh, no what's the really horrific one? Uh, space Dicks. Space. I, it's been a year. I took a year off. What I, is Space Dicks? Do not go to Space Dicks. I warned Lance Mountain. She's sitting in bed. We both have our tablets. I said, don't go to Space Dicks. And she said, it's, I, it's everything it, you could, just listen to me. I'm only going to say one more time. Don't go to space. Dicks. <laughs> Whatever you it, fucking single do. string. No underscore between S P A C E D I C K S. Don't, don't go to go space. There. Don't go there. Things that have I just I cannot explain it. I cannot unsee I, what so I've listeners, seen. So I cannot. listeners do not go You're, to. You, you know what would be a great, dicks. great podcast is if we loaded up the first one and had. Young Giselle, watch it and just listen to the reaction. Whatever the first Giselle time. reacts to it's space videos. Dicks. What is it? I just. just it, I'm not going to go. Okay, then I please don't. Please, at, I can't go to anything NSF. 
Uh, not safe w, for life, not yeah, safe L, for work, yes. W. It's not safe for the universe. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Don't is go it, there. It's toxic. Is it if you're sorry? All right, let's load it up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> let's see. Let's see what's on nuts. Uh, okay, have you... I, I want to read more. Is it like lasagna? Okay, we're moving on. Do it on. look we're like lasagna? On. No, no, no. It's, it's, okay. Okay. Marty's impatient today. No. I'm we're on schedule. This. Didn't you get the memo? Yeah. We're trying to do a tight three hours. Um, I would like to read more. I realize that I, I've stopped reading as, oh. as much. I used to work as a reader, and I think that, that probably killed a lot of my reading love. Um, but, you know, previously I had these resolutions. To, no, 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 no. Um, oh, uh, I cannot look. I'm not even going to look over. He's got it playing on his machine. Have you had made resolutions to like write more? Have you ever done that? Yeah. Yes. And has it ever worked? Uh, I did it because I did it f- a little 50 day challenge, and I write for oh. 10 minutes every day. For for oh. Uh-huh. And uh, I I did it. My heart was not in it, uh, but it did yield some cute writings and and get me in the flow. So I forced myself to do it. But the goal was to write. Not to finish something. Correct. Uh, See, I think that's a better goal: is to get in the habit of. <laughs> oh my god! I wouldn't. Steve I has I, just been looking. It at was, it. It was looking playing. At I could see it in my I'm peripheral not. vision, but I didn't look, so I have no idea what it was. It's uh, bad things I, I happening to sure. your groin, isn't it? I have it? no idea. Oh my god! Is it no bad idea. things? Oh, also, one you should not look groin? at: it's backslash popping. P-O-P-P-I-N-G. Oh, Don't look at that. That sounds bad. It's bad. Um, I wish I had not looked at that. Okay. So where are we? What are we talking about? We're talking about writing. I'm very so, nauseous. So <laughs> you're feeling nauseous or you're nauseated. You can't. I, be I, I, I know. I'm nauseated. I meant I to say nauseated. I didn't know that. Oh. Uh, a, a, my roommate from Brown told me that. But if you're nauseous, you're feeling nauseous or you're wait, what is it? You're feeling nauseated. No, no, you're nauseated or you're feeling nauseous. But you can't be. But nauseous. if you are nauseous, that means you cause nausea for other people. Oh, okay. Like gaseous. I okay. Think. Yeah. All right. Wait. I want to throw up. <laughs> <laughs> me, fin- me tummy not so good. Atomic. So are in you the going belly. to do a writing? Uh... No, because I realize I don't know what I would write. Because, like, I can give you writing prompts. Well, like, I'm not interested in writing for TV because it's like a young person. Just write name. a little bit every day of something. And I'm not interested in writing movies. Okay. You know, because like I love movies, but the only movies that make any money. Are, are franchises or adaptations. Okay. So like the top 20 grossing movies, 17 of them were uh, sequels um, or adaptations. I think that bubble is going to burst though. I think at some point they're going to they're gonna go back to the 5 to 10 to $15 million movie. Well, they're not going to make... That, that's the thing. Those movies just... People get... Like there's a ton of movies, independent movies that got really good... Reviews. Blue Ruin, which I did finally see. Yeah, um, it's intense, right? It's very intense. Yeah, yeah. but it, you know, it, it's hard to get rich off that. Um, so you only want to write to get rich. I only want to write to get rich at this ah, point. Well, then there goes my advice. Porn. I was going to oh, suggest yeah. going through SAG and, and getting a, a pen pal like I have because that forces me to write. <clears throat> oh yeah, but I'm not going to get rich writing to uh, a fifth grader. Listen, Marty, if you want to uh, do but, little writing every day, yeah, I can give you prompts and you just write for ten minutes. Oh sure, okay. Um, and in this way, you follow and you discover what it is you want to write. You well, don't have to. You don't have to think of it ahead of time. You don't have to start with the project and the end yeah, game. You right. just follow, and uh, it's more organic. End game. Uh, is there like a, is there a, a email a, a day or a, a, an app you sign up for that can sure. just? I'm sure there like are a lot of ring at nine o'clock in the morning and tells you what and to. John August actually just uh, of friend of the podcast who's been on before um, screenwriter John August who wrote. 
uh, Big Fish, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Mm. He came out with a deck of cards that has writing exercises on them. Oh, nice. And he's turned it into a sort of a game that you can do with friends, but it's also just a way to get you thinking about story and whatnot. Uh, uh, speaking while while I'm remembering it, Phil Clemmer Cl- mm-hmm. said he's never been on the podcast and he's pissed off about it. Oh, so well, we should have him busy. on. He's always busy. Well, invite him. Yeah, I, I have. But, well, uh, I'll do it again. All right. Um, so the three movies in the top 20 that didn't, that weren't were original pieces were uh, Christopher Nolan's Interstellar, and that he which is only because of Batman. Batman, right? Exactly, and, and no one liked it. Seth Rogen's Neighbors and Kevin Hart's Ride Along, which are basically franchises on their personas, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's it, I don't think that they're yeah. they're original screenplays. So uh, every year the. Um, there's a, a, a contest or a list that goes up called the Blacklist. And we've the mentioned Black it before list. on the podcast. And basically, the 250 development executives and agents and Hollywood insiders... Kruger, you ever been on the Blacklist? No. Do you do features? Uh, or you do, No. Okay. But he, he has. Um, a stupid one. Yeah. Years ago. Um, so they get together and they give their list of movies, uh, scripts that they've read... Almost none of them end up getting produced, though, right? Very few of them. Like, so you, get, you, get a, you get a reputation with the Blacklist, and then you get hired to write the Guardians of the Galaxy well, sequel or something I mean, the, like that. The point of the Blacklist is that they don't get made. You know, so St. Movies- Vincent was a uh, Blacklist script. Ah, okay. With the, Bill, Murray Bill Murray that came out. Right. What is the Blacklist? It's a so these are, these are development executives who have read these scripts. They didn't get made, but they really like them. And so if six or more executives mentioned a script that they thought should be on the Blacklist, then it, made, it makes the Blacklist. But oh. if you look through the blacklist, it's just like uh, if you go to uh, let's see, H wait H T T P space space colon W W W B L C K L S T dot com, um, and then they have the list of the fifty or so scripts, and they're just like. The babysitter, a lonely 12-year-old in love with this babysitter, discovers the hard truths about life, love, and murder. Oh. Yeah. Um, then there's, uh, let's see. I should have... Uh, have Pre-screened this. I should have, but I, I didn't have time because I was working. Oh, a gender-bending action comedy about a pill-popping thug who begins to develop superpowers. Um, that doesn't sound... And it just sounds so unworthy stupid. of a read. That, it depends on the execution. Gender bending that could be the, that could be really the that could investigation be of a murder on a moon colony. Yeah, well, you're being a little judgmental, Marty. Oh, I just have no interest in seeing that. That could be a hundred different things. Yeah, you know, but we, uh, we like if you, if you did if you did one liners on Wizard of Oz, Star Wars, and any of those movies, you'd be like, right. "Well, that sounds oh, dumb." Come stop. on, these a farmer joins a rebellion in Help a far out, off Steve. galaxy, like a little ugh, like with a bunch stupid. of gay droids. Yeah. Two homosexual droids <laughs> land on a farm and join a revolution with a hick. A little person, Proof. Private Eye, investigates the disappearance oh, wait, 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 of what? a young actress in the 1930s Hollywood, leading him to uncover conspiracies involving the Wizard of Oz and MGM Brass. That's easy to make. I see that in a fucking heartbeat. That's an easy that, script, that Under though. the Rainbow? It's already made. Under, under the, the Rainbow. rainbow. Yeah, yeah. But, right. it, but it's a detective story. That was under Let the me hear your too. impression of that detective. Hi there, I'm a short detective. No, it's a little person detective. Yeah, they don't have little voices. Don't they? No, but that Peter Dinklage is the only guy that could get that movie made. So he reads it and he says, meh, I'm tired of playing a midget. Then you're done. It's a, it's a, it's a one and done. I like that. You're right to one person. <laughs> I'm tired of playing a midget. I want to play a tall person. 
Oh, it's going to be you tough. You know how they do... Um, for the movies, they make up a full-bodied person to make leg loss like that Forrest Gump one yeah. or something. The Gar- Gary Oldman who, played a little person in a movie. He, no, he, he was on his knees. Who's the guy who lost his legs? In the movie? Yeah. Gary Sinise. Gary Sinise. So they what's, could do the opposite. Hey, what is multiples of G- Gary Sinise? Is it Sinisei? Sinises? If there were two Gary Sinises. There's only one, so it's a Sonoko. moot point. So anyway, I wonder if that... Now, what's the phrase? None of your phrase. Oh, on the other hand, whatever. (laughs) Love it. So maybe you should look. Anyway, they could do the opposite and put paper stilts. Cannot. Yes, you have to make a log line for any of your favorite movies, and it would sound dull and pointless. Maybe if you did them, but I find it disappeared. Awesome. Go on. Can we take these mics in the other room and have a side? It would be the opposite of of Gary Sinise losing his legs for Peter Dinklage to put on a pair of painter stilts and play a tall guy. Okay. Could he do... <laughs> put that on your blacklist. <laughs> a midget actor wants to play... I, I'll buy it. Oh, no, that's, that's Tootsie. That's Tootsie. He's like, I can't get roles because I'm too short, so if I put on stilts and pretend I'm a tall person... There you... See? A, you I'm just a, came up with a good movie itself. idea. I'm a tall person Tootsie for dwarves. Tootsie for dwarves. That's good. Oh my God, <laughs> Marty! I'm really surprised that you're ju- that you're judging entire scripts and log lines. That's like the, the, the classic. Don't judge a book sour? by its cover. Have I mean, you gotten sour on movies altogether? Uh, no, just like the whole. There was a time when um, movies were were bought and sold based on log lines. The Raiders of the Lark log line would sound ridiculous. Raiders of the Lark, right? I've never heard. <laughs> Did they say Raiders one. of the Lark? <laughs> Raiders of the Lark is like ah, it's called the Birds. Ah. Uh. <laughs> the bird. That would also be a terrible logline for a great film. Rear window. Terrible logline. No, that's a great logline. What's your logline for rear, win- rear, rear window? Uh, hey, a, I'm tired. A, a bedridden... We're not going to do that. Um, gadabout. Uh, yes, a bedridden gadabout. No one wants to see a movie that starts with the description a bedridden gadabout. Are you no. fucking kidding me? No, no. You, you this said, sounds like the most you unwatchable say, you piece of say shit. The subject. You said the logline. So let me finish. I, I'm already. I'm already not interested. No, then, then fuck you. That's exactly what you're doing with no, the entire that's blacklist. Not, that's, no, that's it's a one not. sentence summary, and you're rejecting no, it no. based I, on you that. You gave me three words. Okay, let him finish this sentence. A, a nerdy a high schooler who about. Where, where does go after a bedridden get about? Uh, uh, no, I was. I'm sorry. Uh, finish. Uh, finish your rear window. Uh, uh, witnesses uh, murder through the back windows of his. Uh, uh, Whatever. Uh, complex. Complex. Apartment complex. Condo complex. Yes. Yeah. Nothing about that makes me want to see that movie. Nothing. Nothing. Wait, okay. Uh, well, you put me on the spot here. So uh, here, good talk. Well, about you're putting all, all of them on the spot. No, no, no. They, lines had, are they, had, they, had, they had years to come up with these logs. They're lines. not. That, maybe they the writers of the shit. scripts aren't the ones who, who developed the log line. How about the log line for our podcast? For. No, nothing. Misfits. Misfits. Uh, no, one nice lady and three <laughs> <laughs> and three uh, misfits of varying, with varying degrees of anger and self hatred <laughs> come together weekly. It's too long. It's not a long okay, one. Okay, it's faster, too long. Faster. It's just uh, loud, fast, and funny. 
It's you know like pop. It's got to have a snap. A log okay. line is log line is the hardest thing to create. Exactly. So to judge an entire story based on that, that is so what you, myopic. You judge it by reading the first ten pages. Go. Yeah. This is fucking crap. Exactly. Who cares? That's how you judge it. You read, you're like this stupid, dumb. All right. Apparently, you guys never got the memo of yes and. Oh, uh, right. You're <laughs> no ending every single script no, no, in the no, blacklist. No. You're no. You're and scene. Yes. So yes, this list has been around forever, and I think these execs, as someone who used to read scripts for a company, uh, are bored, and when they read something interesting. They gravitate towards it, something out of the ordinary, as I did when because I would read bad guy scripts, bad guys, you know, like action movies, bad guy uh, roles for the actor I worked for. Um, when I would read something interesting, I would go nuts. Well, can but you say who the actor was? Who you Gary were? Coleman? He's the little short guy from Different Strokes. No, um, you said Gary Oldman. Oh, old knife. I, I mix right. those You've two up. You've told us this before. I remember now. He's a nice guy. It's all right. Do his glasses get dirty? Very dirty. Do you clean them or no, he I do that? No, his mom would clean them. Do you have to go buy the wipes? No, he mom provides the wipes. Oh, that's good. Yes. So I think uh, it's burnout from reading bad script after bad script. Um, and I heard for years about it. was called St. Vincent of Van Nuys. And this is the best script ever. And then the movie came out and Bill Murray's going to be in a movie. Wow. And it's just people. I haven't seen it, but people kind of went, eh, it's all right. Did you, any of the scripts you read for Gary Oldman end up getting made for him with him in them? Yes. So you, you, which one? Um, it's like the midget one. Twelve. No, I said, don't do that one. I famously said, don't do the contender, which uh, had Joan Allen and Jeff Bridges. They yes. the I said, it's a terrible script. <gasps> And you liked that one, Giselle. I loved it. You did not I like the script. I hated the script. And oh. um, it was an independent he movie. He was going to be the president? No, he was the bad guy senator. I see. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's what he was. Um, he's got a really good perm. He like permed his hair and yeah. shaved it so he looked like uh, Woody Allen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought it was a bad script. And it was not... It didn't have distribution. Like a movie... It just came in as an offer to be, to be uh, in a movie. But... What happens to it is up to the you know the gods, and it's the. I said this will never ever be in the theaters. This is like be on TV on a Saturday afternoon. It's a bad episode of West Wing, and that was the first movie. That was the first negative pickup for DreamWorks. They bought it outright, so I was a little wrong. It also got two Oscar Did nominations. Was things awkward between you and Gary when he made it? And no, I really I was well. fired shortly thereafter. Oh, oops! But I did go to a screening of it with him and sat next to him, which was annoying. Um, after I was fired, but I, I have seen it since, and I stand by my my um, opinion. I think it's a terrible movie. Oh, I really liked it. Dumb. I liked it. Well, you're wrong. I think, but maybe on the <laughs> no, other sorry. hand, on the other whatever. hand, whatever. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, this is great. We can say anything to Giselle, and we can be as cruel as we want. Oh. And then it's. But have actually, you, because have you discovered my weak spot, we're going to break you. We're going to break you. Speaking of Dwight Yoakam, um, uh, what I wanted him to do was uh, be in the Johnny Cash story. And Dwight Yoakam, for some reason, controlled Johnny Cash's life rights. But Johnny Cash was still alive, which I didn't understand. I think you sell them off when you're going to die, or I like uh, it was like one of those we pay cash for your annuity. Yeah, but yeah, like a reverse mortgage or something. Yeah. Why? Why do I need to deal with Dwight Yoakam's agent? Johnny Cash doesn't have his life rights. Like, nope, Dwight's protecting them. And I was like, I, you know, I optioned this book and I wrote this huge document of this, the movie and I had this great idea, you know, like, you're going to be Johnny Cash. And he's like, eh, I've I, I done this. I played a, I, I don't, eh, no, I'm not really interested. And then, you know, Joaquin Phoenix and Oscars, like, fuck. Oh, he so that was, that was not the world for me. Wait, 
Gary Oldman would, would play Johnny Cash? Yeah, why not? Because he doesn't look anything like him. That's... <laughs> he played a midget. He, he didn't look... Uh, he wasn't convincing as a midget. Uh, you, you're, that's, that's very accurate. Hmm. He could play anybody. He's Gary Oldman. Uh, He's pretty good. The Joaquin Phoenix doesn't look like Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash doesn't have a hair lip. That's what I kept thinking. Like, I don't remember a hair lip on Johnny Cash. They couldn't put makeup over that. Hmm. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of silly makeup, uh, I saw a fox catcher. Yes, I saw it too. Any good? I found it very, very depressing and boring and really one note. And also, it did not give me any insight into the episode. It was like a dramatized Wikipedia article. Mm. Mm. That's Damning. what it seemed, seemed to me. But uh, I, and I could tell the actors were spending a lot of time trying to nail down the mannerisms of yes. the character. Uh, that uh, Channing Tatum jutting his little jaw out. Yes. He jutted his jaw out. He did... He walked like a like a loping ape. Yeah, it was it was. And uh, I I commend him for giving it a try, but maybe as he gets more seasoned as an actor, it won't show so much how hard he is trying. He was trying hard. He was. He was swinging for the fences. <laughs> he was. Well, at at my dad's house, he has a five bedroom colonial mansion, but his TV room is half the size of this room with two old people chairs. So he goes to he sits down in front of the TV after dinner at at eight, and I don't like I don't what do I do? So I would just go to bed at eight. With Lance Mountain and like, what are we gonna like? What are we gonna do for? What's eight o'clock? What time do we go to sleep? So she has the little SAG, uh, you know, screeners, screeners on the computer. You, yeah. know, you can watch them. So every night we watched like a crazy. You know, I watched Cake. I watched Nightcrawler. How is Cake? Cake was great. Oh, I really enjoyed it. Oh, good. She can act. Who knew? What'd you think of Nightcrawler? Um, it's it's a little a little a little over the top places you think but uh god he's good that's a great character uh-huh. it's it's uh it's what taxi driver should have been oh um it's, Wait, you're, they, they, you're saying that it's better than it's taxi better than driver? taxi driver taxi driver is fucking garbage come on you watch it every every year when you sit around at the holidays let's put taxi driver on let's have de niro pouring fucking schn- uh, peach schnapps over his cornflakes what is that movie about doesn't make any sense What's the log line? A taxi driver is a fucking crazy psycho and tries to kill uh, a political candidate and fails and then shoots Harvey Keitel in the tummy. A handicapped (laughs) man tries to stop his neighbor from being murdered when nobody believes uh, him. Oh, I like that. Sounds terrible. No, no, no. Now you're just saying it. No, Marty, it's no more or less interesting than any other log line you read. You're just being judgmental because you're jealous. Well... No, Ladies I'm and gentlemen, it's the top of the hour, and you're listening to the Smodcast Morning Show at the Smodcast Internet Why would I be, why would I be jealous about something that nobody has bought? Like, there's no because at least they got something done. No, I'm not jealous about that at you're all. Comple- you're completely constipated as a writer, and you're you're bitch slapping people who are on a major industry list. Go fuck yourself. No, that, I, no, that's kind I, of a harsh interpretation. Yeah. yeah. No, that's not in the spirit. That's his New Year's resolution. More caustic. Yeah. Well. <laughs> no, I just I, I I was just doing that for effect. But I do I do think you're being unfair. I do I do think it's um I do think it's really hard to write an interesting logline. I do think great no, films actually, with great stories and great problem. characters don't have interesting loglines. So to dismiss a 110-page script on on one sentence, what is I, I think is, is limiting yourself. Yeah. Is that so much of the development process is built on, and buying spec scripts is built on log lines. That uh, these log, like people write these scripts with ridiculous log lines, thinking, "Oh, how can I get 
you know, at least on the blacklist. And it's just, it's not a good way to make movies. But you don't know that that's the case with every one of those scripts. Uh, when you write a script... I you, spent five years reading these scripts. Like, well, when you write a script, I, you have to have come a, up with a logline. I, I, I'm dealing with, I dealt with this with Dave Made a Maze when we were trying to fundraise. We wrote an amazing script, and we couldn't come up with a half-decent logline that made it sound interesting to save our fucking lives. It doesn't mean the script sucks. Mm, well, you the be, tone of the script is not... Apparent okay. in a logline. I don't think you were listening to what I just said. I mean, I'm, I'm basically sort of agreeing with you because I think that this process is not a good way to make movies, uh, and I think that the the whole development world but, is built on buying and selling scripts based on loglines. Yes, but you're dismissing you're scripts because you know, of loglines. Making a joke out of it, and clearly you didn't get the memo about that this is a comedy podcast. <laughs> You were very adamant about all of these scripts sucking. I just that, no, that seems no. unfair. I saw a movie that I really liked. Two movies. One of them was called The Drop, and that have Tom Hardy and uh, I heard a couple people say that's worth seeing. And your friend, my friend, Jim James Gandolfini. <laughs> The late James, the late, Jim, Jim James Bullock Gandolfini brought home to me just how brilliant your impression of him oh, is. Oh, please, please. <laughs> it's not an impression. It's not an impression. It's not an impression. It's an homage. It's an homage. <laughs> I do a one-man show, 99-seat theater, somewhere lower Hollywood, you know, Highland and Santa Monica. The complex. At the complex, and I just, light, spotlight hits me. And I have a mic, and it's just 90 minutes of it's, this. It's, it's very similar to Val Kilmer doing Mark Twain. Yes. But it's you doing James Gale. No, no, no. I, I'm doing his breathing pattern. <laughs> <laughs> and how do you know when it's over? Like, how do you hit the dramatic highs and lows? <laughs> You'll have to see the show. Oh, <laughs> the log line so excited, is... I'm so excited. This movie, The Drop. There is a new voice really in the good. Los Angeles theater scene. It is Steve Kruger, and it is his one-man homage to James Gandolfini's deviated septum. <laughs> okay, I'm going to give away the ending. <laughs> it, the, the ending wait, 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 wait. Too soon? Oh. Too soon? Oh, is that that yeah. was very well performed, Marty. Thank you. You do death well. Oh, that's so sad. The, so li- the light fades out and everyone claps and then cut light comes back on and I go... <laughs> <laughs> That's the encore. How many times did you pass out in previews? <laughs> well, at, at the curtain call, I have to go get oxygen because I <laughs> basically black you out. You leave it all on the yes, stage. Yes, yes, <laughs> AJ and everyone. Oh, amazing. So the movie, The Drop, really good. It is a good crime thriller. It always stay one step ahead of me. I did not know what was coming next. And it is... Uh, What's the long line? Uh... uh Two guys who run a bar have all kinds of things happen to them. Oh, I'm in. <laughs> Amazing. It is really good. It, it's, Are there robots in it? I have to say it's slow paced. It's, oh. a, it's, a gen, it's a gentle paced movie. Really good acting. I loved it. A woman tries to lead her children to safety after the world is invaded by monsters who, who turn you insane upon sight. Out. Is that, um, is that uh, Cthulhu guy? It's Bird Box, written by Eric Heiser. It sounds like something out of uh, that that world. What's that guy? What's that author? Call of Cthulhu. Uh, Stephen King. No, what's his name? The, Where's Emily? Emily, I'm Max Bloom. No, it's the no. guy from it's the guy from Rhode Island. Lovecraft. H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, is that no, right? He's no. from Rhode Island, isn't he? 
I didn't think anyone was from Rhode Island. Rhode Island. I thought you said Rub Island. Rhode Island. I think it's pronounced Rhode Island. (laughs) Rhode Island. (laughs) Little Rhodey. Cool Whip. Rhode Island. Uh, I love Rhode Island. Let's let's just get into it. Why don't we? And then also the Alan Partridge movie. Huh? Alpha Papa. Alan Partridge. Pretty funny. uh, Stephen Coogan. The Black uh, Mirror Christmas special? Yes. (gasps) How do you see the Black Mirror Christmas special? Uh, I did not see it yet. BBC America. uh, I saw it on the internets. I got to see it then. Yeah. You know what Black Mirror is? I finally found out. Yeah. I don't. talked about it on the show. I mean, I know the show, but I don't know the reference. It's the, your screen. The face of your uh, device. Brilliant. Yeah. It's a black I want to go off. That, that's a black mirror. I'm Genius. holding up the iPad. Oh, wait. I could make him watch. Space that's Dicks. not going to happen. Oh, that uh, was. You don't go to Space Dicks, whatever you do. Yeah. Hey, no one has tweeted in in a while. I wonder if they've all left. I think so. It's no, getting really uncomfortable. Like, oh, it's uncomfortable. Aaron said I was Mom and Dad are fighting. Um, which is fine. But I think. I thought you said it's a light mail sack. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. It is a light. But no, Aaron just. Oh, we're gonna wrap. We really are gonna wrap up early. No, no, no. I, I was just. It's it's ten oh six. We still have fifty minutes. Um, to but anyhow, uh, wow. I don't Sounds know. Like a sentence why, when you put why it do that you way. think that uh, the long dick guy did Black Mirror? The what? The John Hamm. The long. He has a big dick. Uh, famously, really? Is that what they say? I didn't know. Handsome that. and a big dick. Mm-hmm. But hasn't he been? Hasn't he been in a committed relationship since before he got famous? How would you know? Yes. How would you know about his in big dick? In terms of his handsomeness, I think he have a questionable jawline. That's all I'm saying. He's been with Jennifer Westfeld for years and years and years. Is she the one who's going on about how big his dick is? I mean, how is this information out there? Usually, it's guys who sleep around or get caught doing weird stuff. Go. How big's her pussy? Go. <laughs> It's got to be bigger now. Yeah. She's been it ramming it. Real small. Big, big ham dick. We went to Yale together. Ah, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, you and John Ham's big dick? No, Jennifer Weisfeld. And her giant pussy? <laughs> oh, God. Jesus Christ. Why? <laughs> well, it oh, has Marty. to fit. <laughs> How can the four agreements help you, Marty? Don't take anything personally. <laughs> I, I No, I just don't think you should. I'm not taking that personally. I just... She can't hear right. me. We talk about everybody's dicks and vaginas on the show. Why is she special? Don't put her on a pedestal, Marty. Don't put her in her giant vagina on a pedestal. Um, does anybody watch The Walking Dead? Yes. It's Norman Reedus's birthday today. Happy birthday. Top of the morning to you, Norman. <laughs> I don't even um, But uh, why do you think he agreed to do that? Like he's, I think he's a fan of Black Mirror and wanted to be in one. I don't think... Yeah. That, they he's think also that's, not shooting Mad Men anymore. Yeah. Dude's got to work. Yeah, you go crazy if you don't if you don't work. Uh, it was a great episode. It was a really fun episode. Yes. It was like a three parter sort of like like one of those old I didn't anthology. Know it was, well, I didn't know it was a longer one. Yeah. They weren't I, they weren't linked at all, were they? They, they were. were. It was like oh, an they old were. anthology thing, like you know, Tales from Wait, the Crypt. What? They were kind of linked together. The, well, all the three stories. Yeah, but it was him in the whole. It was not three characters. No, but it's like three basic stories yes. that are linked. Together. But I didn't know it was two hours. So I'm looking at John Hamm, and you know, and I had. Beat off to him, and I was. And then it was like another forty spent. minutes. You know, so you I was had just to come back the next day. Yeah, no, I, I just said, oh, I'm so excited to watch. It's a lot of John Hamm. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and he's great. He's, he's great, but I, you know, had had and also, exhausted my uh, massive cock, and then I had nothing to do for like the, the back forty minutes of it. Is and, it a departure from um, Don Draper, or is it a sort of similar in a similar vein? Totally different. Yeah, and then Rafe Spall is the other guy. Oh, I didn't know the other dude. Timothy Spall's son. 
Oh, once, I'll say about that yeah. series and also like Utopia and, and all great British series. They I always find uh, amazing faces. I'm always like, yes. where did you find this yeah. particular awesome? Broadchurch. I, Just, that's what, I love yeah. the British actors. There's much more of a range of look, different looking people. They Everybody look like human beings. in American television is all pretty and shiny and have very symmetrical features. It gets a little boring. It's, it's particularly boring they when you have, have stories have about... Lineup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's ahead. particularly boring when you have stories about uh, blue collar jobs or you know hard boiled detectives. And you're like, right, like when Jennifer, Aniston, they don't even have calluses in their hands. It's yeah. fucking ridiculous. When Jennifer Aniston was in Friends with Money and she's cleaning houses, and I'm like, not, yeah, not it's, happening. It's, she it's, plays it's insulting. Those, she plays the right television, character in Cake. All those okay. television she plays a cunt. Crime dramas. They <laughs> have. No, she does. She's like, I'm a cunt. Like she actually references her cuntiness in the character, but it's basically saying, I'm Jennifer Aniston, and I'm, oh. I'm kind of a cunt. That's awesome. Heard nothing but nice things about her, but that's probably who she was playing. Mm. But yeah, I, I'm I'm always amazed. Like, where do they find these great people? And also, British people um, do this thing called uh, learn to act before they right. are on television. Training, training? Yeah, they, they, yeah. Train. They, they do this thing. Never did that. Yeah, so it's not like have an actual skill I set. I drove my bus out to L.A. and I uh, got an apartment and I just started auditioning and I took this guy's class. I had to audition and I just started bringing little bags of mini muffins to those casting directors. Next thing you know, I'm on a ABC Family sitcom. And There's a reason why every show and movie is populated by Australian and British actors. Why? Because training. Because they're oh, better. Because they, tra- they train before they like, yeah. nah, fuck it, I got to be a star by 12. Yeah. Well, that's... And I also find with suck. both the men and the women that initially I find very odd looking but over the course of spending time with the character they end up becoming extremely handsome or, or beautiful or attractive that is such or, a good life lesson I did not think Benedict Cumberbatch for example I didn't think oh who's this gorgeous it's like this guy's long faced weird ears yeah. and by the end of the episode I was like this guy's it's fucking totally amazing normal and he looked nice and uh, even handsome or beautiful that guy's a stud yeah. Yeah, I do, but I he do. doesn't come off it immediately is, that way it imp- it's important to remember that and now just translate it into your own life when you see somebody and you go oh that person looks really weird wait 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 don't just write it off because you get to know them and they will seem beautiful to you when you see they have a nice personality or, or conversely Stephen, a huge cock <laughs> that's how I, I wore Lance Mountain down yeah. like, literally no, literally like you again <laughs> and it's under the light, the, the correct lighting and giant you know. cock and toxic balls. That's yeah. a horrible combination. Well, you know what? One with the other. Um, so Benedict Cumberbatch has done four seasons of this radio play called Cabin Pressure, uh, which is so great. And then they just had their series, heard about this. series finale. We've talked about it on the show before. I'm not um, always here. <laughs> yes, we know. Even when you are. Um, <laughs> But it's really, really funny. Uh, I think it's what uh, John Finnemore r- r- writes them all, and he's in them. And it's funny because Benedict Cumberbatch plays this sort of bumbling—not bumbling, but sort of uh, hapless uh, airline pilot—and and he's really, really funny. May, uh, may I ask a question about him? Because I I only know him from recent movies. I'm, I'm not a my Sherlock, mom calls Sherlock. him Cumberdash. That is his. Christian name he yeah, was yeah. that it wasn't like a, a room full of guys going no. the guys that get, brought you Engelbert Humperdinck were like no I think let's, he, comes let's, from, let's, he comes from sort of an upper crust family but, so that's a that was on his birth from, certificate yeah I think he comes from an acting family actually. I think that's true too yeah. but um he theater I think primarily theater tra- theater family but the, the fact that he comes he, from a, a, a family of commercial actors <laughs> And the, the fact that he did four seasons of this radio play while his career is you know just going crazy and also has agreed to he said I'll do keep doing Sherlock for as long as the scripts are good 
and that's pretty awesome. Yeah, like, you know, he, yeah, he hasn't checked, he hasn't cashed out. Yeah. Oh, I'd hate to be his agent. I mean, he has I know. in a, in a way, his, but he's poor British agent. Yeah, he's, he's if he signed he signed on to do Doctor Strange. That means he's like you know locked in for a decade. At, oh boy, at least to do you know Avengers twelve. Um, I know that Doctor Strange was not in the Avengers, so <laughs> I, I, like, yeah, yeah. but he probably will be. Yes. Yeah, it's just it, British television always blows my mind with the the casting. They always find just amazing talent and interesting faces. And American TV, I was watching State of Affairs last night, my new favorite <laughs> show, and oh I literally God, I, I turned to you watch. I love it. It's that. it's my it's so bad. Yeah, it's it's your so fucking bad. She's also. Um, She's someone that's attractive, and the more you look at her, you're like, nah, she's, she's the opposite of a British uh, it's, actress. It's true. It's just She's like got weird angles, and she's not But there's good. just some people that, like, the more you see them act, the less attractive but they, they populate. She's a, a CIA analyst. She produces some list for the president they go over every day. I don't know what the fuck she does. But they've populated her office space with, you know, the guy with the tech stuff and the, the, the wisecracking girl. And I, I it's all very predictable. Yeah, I know. But I, but the faces, I'm literally like, I don't – who's he? Who's she? They're all just, you know, the middle of the road, uh, focus grouped. Yeah, she sort of looks ethnic but not not really interesting, not yeah. threatening. And they're all, I just went, I don't know any of these they characters' a, names. They're not even people. They have a blue just, yeah. brunette and a blonde. Just have blobs. And a black guy. There's a black and a guy. a Hispanic guy with a strong jaw. And they just, yeah, they, oh, I love him, though. He's good. They just, they're not interesting. It's, and I, it's his time. And I thought about um, one of my favorite shows, uh, Deadwood, and the fucking faces, oh, the faces just in the extras. Yeah. And I would talk to, I befriended Milch, because we were in the shitter once at an office. And Milch? I'm like, David Milch, he created that. And I was like, I'm sorry, I've talked to you. I love your show. You sound like a skin rash. Oh, Milch? I have Milch. <laughs> yeah. I got, it was in Can Connecticut over the holidays. Salve? I got, I got Milch. I Do you have any, you have camomile, camomile, whatever. Milch on my wrist. <laughs> but he would find um, weird bikers and, you know, he, he, it was the extras in the back of the shot. Not the, not Tim Oliphant and not Anna Gunn, but it was the people in the background that ordinarily in a, in a show you go, just give me, a biker look, you know, give me some Western looking dudes and eh, just they're out of focus. Who cares? And he spent all this capital to find these faces and the camera just grabs them for a second. They're not, they don't have a line. They don't have anything, but you think, wow, it just adds world building. It's a, it's texture. And, um, I'm always impressed with that. I don't know why people settle for the blandness on American television. Because we're bland people. Hey, listen, a hyper Canadian has twice now asked where Emily is. And so I feel we should say uh, officially. She's a she's, char- she's, she's a character she's created a by someone. No, she's been here the whole time. She's very quiet. <laughs> she's just has. Marty, will you put, turn her mic up, please? <laughs> oh, it's it's all the way up. She's just Emily. Hi guys. Hello. Hi there, everybody. <laughs> this is Emily. It's <laughs> the worst Emily ever. Top um, of the morning to you, it's Emily. <laughs> do, 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 do. Dude, where's the pot of gold today? May I have some scotch, Marty? Resolution fail. Mm, sorry. Um. Yeah, she's uh, she doesn't like to get up in the morning. So she's young and and she's doing you know she's doing uh, actor humping uh, guys she's in a play with and staying up all night talking about fucking Ibsen and shit like that. Which, that's what you do when you're yeah, young. Yeah, but we're old and <laughs> we get up in the morning anyway because we have to poop. Um, <laughs> that's why I get up. I, Boom, seven a.m. Do you have a satisfying morning? Holy shit! Also, I've been going through. I mean, literally, <laughs> literally. I've been going through my. I'm trying to uh, expedite my uh, kombucha process, and I, I was out of town, so I'm I'm backed up. I so I've been drinking about four of my kombuchas a day, and 
it's it's a shuttle launch. It's just just wow. It looks like uh, something blew up in there. It's awesome. So I'm very regular. Mm-hmm. People are very jealous of my ability. I think fiber is more important. I know I have a lot of fiber too. Sure. I feel for people who have to go into an office and do their business in an office. Can you imagine? The worst. The worst. When I look back business. at the jobs that I've had over time, the best jobs had the most isolated men's rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I literally co-ed bath. You no. fucking kidding me? With a fucking co-ed bathroom We're here for fifteen hours, we got a fucking co-ed bathroom. Or Are you the, fucking kidding me? The bathroom is one, just one door, little small bathroom right off the main workroom. Yeah. One little door, and you can see over the top and under the bottom. You see the crack. You can, you can see everything. Let alone fucking hearing. Give me a fucking break. Yeah, you can't. You gotta have some respect for your workers here. A person cannot live like that. No, it's, it's a slow death. <laughs> I literally have never shit at work. I have never gone. I, I pee constantly. But then again, there are some people who wait till they get to work and go to the bathroom because that's a quick way to blow forty-five minutes. <laughs> no, I will go. Paid. I'll go sit in there with my uh, my iPad. But I I cannot cannot go in public. Do you cry yeah. sometimes if you have to just go and cry a little bit in the bathroom? No, I cry in my office. That's <laughs> I, I let it all out. But I, I just those guys at about ten thirty, like oh, coffee's kicking in, and they're oh. <laughs> on the stall next to me. Like, take care of this at home. I have to go take a shower immediately. It's just gross. After, it's such a gross uh, uh, biological event. I you just, know what's hard too is airport bathrooms. Um, the worst. I I feel like I I feel like the stink is a, is a thing. It's actual molecules that cling to me when I come out of a like in your sinus the fart particles as I call them. Yeah, they're in they're particles. Fart particles. They're up in your nose. They're up in it's your sinuses. Like, like, it's air this feet. this came out of this fat businessman's ass, oh and now it's goodness. in my head. It's and I can smell what he had for lunch, okay. and it's not good. Yeah. But no, like oh, when so I'm in an airplane, and when you it depressurizes as you get up, like that means everybody's colons are expanding, and all of a sudden everybody's farting, and you're getting you're inhaling all of that. What so enjoy I, that. Oh. Fly. Fly. Do you remember it. flying on smoking flights when you oh, were yeah. kids? Yeah. Yeah. At least this. How fucked up was that? Yeah. That's so fucked up. It's fucked up that it didn't seem fucked up. After an apocalyptic event, a mother wolf is separated from her mate and the rest of the pack and has to protect her cubs from swarms of mutated humans. Ooh, is this an animated movie? World. I'd say no, script. no, what's that? It's got to be an animated movie. The Lion King. <clears throat> yeah. Is that the Lion King? Something like that. It's, you can adopt it for wolves in, the po- in a zombie apocalypse. What was the one with a whole new world? A new fantastic Aladdin. point of view. Aladdin. <laughs> oh. oh, Steve just got regular really fast. He ran out of the room. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't have a problem pooping. I'll do it wherever. My oh. body's... Yeah. I, could, I, could, I could stand to do a little better in that Can you do it category. in front of other people for money? <laughs> <laughs> How much? Uh, you know, these things can be negotiated. <laughs> All right, let's go through the negotiation. You start. Uh, listen, okay, this, my clients are willing to pay uh, How many for people? quality. How many people? Four. Four people. And yeah. where, does, where is it landing? A hotel. No, a, yeah, a, but, but am I pooping in someone's chest or am I pooping just in front of them? To begin with, let us get to know oh, you. Yeah. <laughs> I can only do it once. Shut up! <laughs> You've I got love, one chance for this. Oh, just one? Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, well, we have to try you out. You come back the next day. I'm, I'm, you're not going to get a freebie from me. It's, no, it's, no, no. The I, first I, one? I promise quality. $100. Fuck off. You would not do it for $100. No. 200 No, no, no. I'm thinking, a thousand. Uh, keep going up. 
Five grand. I don't. I think we can get someone to do it for a thousand. Okay. What do What do you oh, bring yeah. to the table? There, come down. Come down to Skid Row. There's people doing it for free. I yeah. bring massive quantity. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And and also I have control over if you want something. Oh, you can dole it out. No, no, no. If you want something stinky, we can work something out. Or if you want something that's just visual, we can do that too. Can you control the nozzle like those frostings <laughs> when they cake decorating? A piping bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, can you make like a rose with it? I can just do a perfect spiral. <laughs> you know, if you if you look at a comic strip for a turn. Oh, oh wait, 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 just one sec. Do yeah. not go to www.ratemypoo.com. I know. You will not because people have made pretzels. It's a fucking amazing. It's you know what? like there's no there's no end to the the, the abilities of the side. human body. I, I know, like, like, just think, like, then thousands of years ago, IBH. it was like, how, how do we build these pyramids? How, how are we going to get these blocks <laughs> up? And now it's like, I can look at other people's poop <laughs> on a computer <laughs> and rate it and you go, that's think, about a nine. You don't think the pharaoh was like, hey, everybody, look what I did. It's in the shape of a pretzel, which has yet to be invented. Wait, What's what, a pretzel? Why, why is the Egyptian top cat? <laughs> That's what hey, Top Cat, look at this. Oh, Top Cat's little buddy. Remember Top Cat? Yeah. Hey, Cat. Cece. I just the took a big... Incredible I just... cat in the world. He's the, most, he's the most... He's the most... He's good... the most tip-top. You see, Marty, Cat. don't write a script. You need to start doing voices. That's what you... Because you don't have to leave your house. You can just... You can email or, or send in your, uh, your auditions via... Wave files. Yeah. That's the that's my the voiceover way agent hasn't called me in like a year and a half. He's you have a deaf voiceover oh, agent. Yeah, yeah. You done real good. We're gonna get you on the yeah. You yeah. had to it's get like a blind bring DP. him a bag of mini muffins. <laughs> it's all know. about mini muffins. This whole town is run on mini run muffins. On mini muffins. Well, now it's like fucking cupcakes. eight dollar cupcakes. Just put a bunch of London-based actor training on your on your resume. You'll blow up. I can't just do Top Cat. <laughs> hey there, everybody. Hey, Cece. I took a big dump. Check it out. That was a great accent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here we go. Are we still in the mail sack? We're going to dip into the mail sack. Oh, we sack. haven't started. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. Before we get started, what happened to his car? Uh, Dan's car. Oh, who, he, 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 oh, so for those of you who haven't listened to the holiday extravaganza. Previously on this morning's podcast <laughs> yeah. show. I'm here, my car's outside, and I can't get it started. Yeah, we, Marty, will you help me? We did a Sunday. Did we do a previously on? We don't. No. We did a we, Sunday I, show, and everybody should listen to it, because Dan. I would, I would have there. a lot of my questions already answered if we did a previously on. Dan was there. Emily attention. was there. It was the biggest extravaganza we've there had. Was a, it was a really studio audience. We had a studio audience. Uh, Lance Mountain was here. Um, and uh, Anthony was here. And Victoria. And Victoria was here. So That's fun. super, super fun. And uh, we'll try to do more, uh, a couple like that uh, this year as well, so that we can get yeah. Emily back in the studio. Really enjoyed that. It just sort of mixes things up, and um, and you know gives. Uh, but Mr. Etheridge had auto away. troubles. Yes. So his car broke down on uh, when he got here. He got it towed, and he got it fixed. Ta-da! Happy New Year! <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Christmas miracle. Yeah. Um, okay. First one is from uh, Zachary. Zach from Pittsburgh, who says, uh, Bill, Rush hey has now. been very good to Pittsburgh. If you aren't Barry Bonds or uh, Jeremy Jagger. Yarmar Jagger. Oh. I know who that is. Who's that? 
He's a hockey player, I think. Oh, Yarmer Yager. I could be uh, totally Pittsburghers, wrong. Pittsburghers uh, tend to be pretty loyal. Um, I think he must he must have left the Penguins for another team or something. Ah, uh, most people in Pittsburgh don't even have Pittsburgh accents. In the '90s, Yinzers were a derided subset of the population. Yinzers. who actually use the accent. Uh, somehow that has changed into the point into a point of pride for the whole region since then. Yins guys have a good time. Zach from Pittsburgh. Is that what you found? Yes. Thank you. Thank you for the and. Russia's been great to Cleveland, too. I just think they fucking suck. I think Russia, the, one of those bands that are so bad, like Showgirls, the movie is so terrible, it's, um, it's delicious and wonderful. And they're so bad. I hate them. I hate ev- they're everything that rock and roll should not be. Precision, yeah, exactly. weird time signatures, Perfection. songs about based upon Ayn Rand novels. Soullessness. It's, and yet, I when I hear them, I'm like, oh, I love this song. This is oh, it's, it's it, it is. I'm trying to think like the the, the living la- the, in the limelight, the universe, <laughs> yeah. the worst voice oh, in rock. It's just, but it is a nice litmus test. Yeah, because if you meet a drummer and he's like, "Wow, oh, my favorite drummer is Neil Peart," I'm like, "Well, then we're done. Fuck you. We don't yeah. have to jam. I don't need to waste the next two hours." I don't it's need to just, drop $20 in the rehearsal room. We're done. They're excess. And they, they also represent um, the, the, the live show where they play it exactly like the record. Every note for note. And there's a, they have a lot of notes. It is sort of and like it's three Am- guys. Amadeus. It's three guys. Three they guys don't, playing they don't, they don't get way a, too much music. He's playing keyboard with his feet. You know? But when you listen to it, you really realize that they and, – and I was in a, a soft rock cover band, which is sort of subsect of, of that Rush world. They didn't get laid. They're, they weren't backstage getting blown by women. That's why they have Barbie dolls in front of their they, drum set. They went after the show. They're like, hmm, let's write a song in 7-4. And let's... They, they a bunch of dudes lined up asking the sign of calculators. You listen to Kiss, you realize, oh, yeah, they were like getting double teamed by chicks because they, they, their songs are terrible. They were that, That's sort of like rock and but roll. But they're fun. Yes, rock and roll is supposed to be fun and not challenging and not like a fucking calculus problem. I think they don't take themselves that seriously. No, they don't. They know they're ridiculous. I will say this about Rush. Sorry. No, um, no go ahead. I love Can't them. Can't she finish? <laughs> they didn't <I>, even start. <laughs> I love them for, their, for showing up on uh, Bob and Doug McKenzie's Strange Brew comedy album and making fun of themselves and Canada and singing the song Take Off to the Great White North. There we go. Steven, did I hear you say you was in a soft rock cover band? I was. We got together over the holidays and jammed. Did, did you really? See, yes. Did you sing nice. Sailing? We did Sailing. We actually played that. Did you do the Southern Cross? Sailing. No. What was, it, what was the band's name again? The band was called Soft I've Supply. And uh, can, are they, I guess on YouTube? Uh, yeah, I think some fan made a video. We were Soft very supply. at... This was 10 years ago. Did you do Eye in the Sky? No. Um, the eye in the sky. I, I, I'm not fielding any more questions. Um, but we were we were adamant about um, no social media. We had no website. You, you, you would that, literally have to laziness. No, it, well, yes, and also <laughs> we didn't want to become. There was an era ten years ago in LA. It was like cover bands, uh, girls playing ACDC and midgets right. playing Kiss. It was like a, a whole ACDC. thing. Yes, yeah, so we tried to be a little different. So you had to sort of know that we were playing. And um, we were we got best of in LA Weekly. Like we were the shit for like a year. And did then, you do awesome. Ebony and Ivory? I'm not feeling any more questions. Did you do um, then, Islands in the Stream? No, we did another Kenny Rogers. Sheeny. We did uh, We Got Tonight by um, We Got Tonight. What's his name? Joe Cocker. Jo- uh, no, no, no. Uh, 
Bob Seger. Right. Yeah. Why don't you stay? But we were at a rehearsal space in Echo Park with Who all little tomorrow? little hipster kids. Did you and do England, Dan, and John I, 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 I can't answer any more questions because we have to get to the mail sack. Why don't you stay? So at one point during, we were just <laughs> jamming as, as, you know, just for friends, the holidays get together. I remember at one point, because we're in this, this honeycomb of rehearsal of bands playing real music and trying to make it in the business. Almost all metal? Uh, it was a lot of new metal, and it was a lot of just garbage. And at some point, I remember locking the door, because we were, like, deep into, like, <laughs> Sister Christian, and I'm like, they're going to come and kill us. These, these <laughs> We are... Motoring! We are a night... Or no, maybe it was sailing. We were doing sailing, and I thought, maybe I should lock the door here, because they... Someone... That you could hear everyone's, you know... That you could hear your neighbors playing, and I thought, yeah, if some kids are... Listening to us playing sailing, like honestly, seriously, heartfelt, like they're gonna murder us. Maybe they just felt sorry for you, or they're gonna. Yeah, it's they just they got. I gotta see this 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 Maybe sad tableau. Band, so I'm gonna you know, bust the go door to, down. I'm gonna pound those guys and his bandmate. Go no no, hold back, man. They're suffering <laughs> enough. Yeah, yeah. Listen, they're playing. Uh, she's like the wind by Patrick Swayze. Yeah, Wait, oh. Did you do she's like the wind? We do she. That's our. You, that was our our signature song. You didn't do Little River Band. I don't know that one. I also, oh. but I, 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 tying it to Rush, I didn't know soft rock when I was a kid. I listened to actual music. And so studying it and learning it, I realized, oh, these guys didn't get laid. They went back to the piano and they're like, well, let's, let's make more um, song instead of, let's just write a song about pussy and we're kiss. Great. Let's move, moving on. Uh, you should sit with me in a car with, uh, uh, on satellite radio, listening to the bridge. We did a little oh, bit of that. That's rough. It's a, it's a challenge. He knows the word the to every 70s song that I have not heard. Right. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard any of these songs ever before, and you knew the words to all of them. I want Amazing. to build my world around you. It was all new to me. I enjoyed like learning about... I'd never listened to Air Supply. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, this is, as I said earlier, it's music to fuck in a balloon. Alan Parsons Project. Sean from Toronto writes a wonderful mail statement. Hey, Murps, I love the full cast holiday drunk cast so much, and I am fully expecting one for New Year's. Oops. Oops. Marty is like your political best friend who has real intelligence. Thank you. Instead of bullshit. Bill is the guy who can make you laugh with his angriness any day. Angriness. Angriness. Anger? Angriness. It's Canadian. That'll be my... Whatever. That'll be my, my Tina Fey-ish uh, book. Didn't you write uh, Truthiness? Kruger is future me as much as it kills me to admit. No, she wrote something pants. Who wrote pants. Truthiness? There's Stephen no, Colbert? Well, you no, know, he just coined the term. Sorry. Oh, fair enough. Uh, Emily is every nerd's crush, and Giselle is the positive person whom every person needs in their life. But does not want... <laughs> Those are just the voices. Um, I also love Dan and miss him. <laughs> and Dan. And, 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 <laughs> and the guy that created the show. Character. And the rest. No, Marianne. Um, co-created. Yes. Uh, Murps, you constantly... Is there a question here? Right, no, I said that oh, at the okay. beginning. He, yeah, he front-loaded front that. Uh, you constantly uh, brighten my up my Tuesdays, keep up the free funny. I think your show is wonderful, but I've always wondered uh, what makes you enjoy doing the show. Oh, he does have a question. Oh, there you go. Keep on keeping on. You're always great. Much love, always Sean. What was the question? Uh, what, uh, what makes you enjoy doing the show? I'll tell you. 
Uh, first of all, not having any kind of steady work, I embrace the structure. Secondly, I enjoy the company of these three people more than I would likely admit. Uh, and uh, I feel very fortunate to have a platform to get to crack jokes, um, sometimes have serious discussions, get in, get in actual arguments, um, expand, expand the mind a little bit. Um, and it is a performance of a kind, and I like to perform. Does that answer the question? Yeah. Yeah. I think you covered it. Yep. It's similar for me. I think you are all very funny and I like the conversation. And uh, I would not have met any of you the other way except for the ones I already met. Uh So it's nice to meet new people. You and I would never cross paths, me and Stephen, ever. I would walk the other way. (laughs) (laughs) But this way we force into proximity and I say, hey, he's not that bad. No, I am that bad. Uh, hey, he's he's that bad, but I can handle it. <laughs> On the other hand, it's totally different. Whatever. That's <laughs> way more threatening when you do it, Kruger. Yeah. On yeah. the other hand, on the other hand, you take your whatever. feet. <laughs> whatever hand you want to lose, <laughs> right? Um. <laughs> Steve, on the oh, other me? hand, we will use boiling oil. Oh, I was already just uh, assaulting you with. Nonsense already. So you just decided to put a mic in front of my face. I, I do this with Marty outside of the podcast. Ugh, so this it's is exhausting. I, I, I don't feel like I'm doing anything. I feel like oh, I just put headphones on. But right. this is what I do to Marty constantly. Also, I get to go to Swerk in Eagle Rock for oh, coffee, which is a very good coffee shop. I wouldn't wouldn't have an excuse to otherwise. And Marty and you, Marty Martin uh, Martin, it, no, you. It's, it's a great creative outlet, and it gets some. Um, it's really fun, and we have. I just I love that people listen to it and and respond to it and that makes it so much more fun. Speaking of people listening, Ryan Connolly asked for a shout out. He pods. He does not listen in live, so he's not able to tweet in live. But oh. he does listen and he listens Shut regularly. Up. Hello, Thank you. Ryan. He had a, some. He had a really nice tweet over the holiday. Um, did, did he do it into the mic? <laughs> he had a really nice tweet over the holiday. Was it about John Hamm's giant It was that penis? nice one where he say we was making him cry with oxygen depriving laughter. Oh. The holiday show and I the, thought that was so nice of him. Thank you, Ryan. Was that yeah. a good show? I don't rem- I uh, the drinking it was good. Oh, thumbs up. Okay. I don't I don't remember it. Yeah. It was uh too many What were we drinking? Whole garden? Uh yeah, whole garden and then Seriously. Shut shut up. You're fine. No one, uh, ta- no one writes about the dogs. Like, and I enjoy Marty's dogs in the back, barking, in the barking for no reason. Um, yeah, no, it's it's just really great, and uh, it's I get to do it with all my friends, and I get to introduce them to each other, and and it's fun. it's just wonderful. It's wonderful. I'm bringing this. Yes. I'm bringing Liberace back, and uh, yeah, and like I said, it's great when we get feedback from <laughs> Bring you guys. Liberace back. Is he the one who have the pump? Yeah. Yes, yes, I do. The dick pump. So uh, we appreciate the mail sack. So please, if you haven't, was that it? In, no, 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 we're still going. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, if you haven't mailed in, uh, please feel free to. Peter W G, frequent emailer, and which we also welcome. He says, "Morning, all, and happy New Year." I wanted to let you know that I, I will more than likely be spending the month of February in L A for my job, right. with the intention of trying it out and possibly moving there soon after. He's in Connecticut right now. He had a breakup. He was here over. L A is way better than Connecticut. Uh, any advice you wish you had when you first moved to LA? Thanks as always, Merps. I've given this on the year uh, before, but I did get Peter. fantastic advice. WG. Which was LA is whatever you want it to be. So 
have in mind what it is you're looking for and you'll find it. And if that's something negative, you'll find it. If it's something positive, you'll find it. I say uh, one worked for me when we first moved to this uh, city was rent a place that's really inexpensive so that you can get to know the layout of the city and then choose where you where want you to live. live. Yeah. Just hmm. Smart. That is a, that's an excellent idea. Yeah. yeah. Definitely so. find your – we've talked about this before with other people about LA. Find your, find your tribe. There are so many yeah. very, very different neighborhoods. There is one that is going to feel comfortable to like you. Live there. Yeah. The west side, which is like pretty don't, don't Somewhere, don't love somewhere that's uncomfortable to you and hate the city for it. Yeah. Echo right. Park, which is pretty hipstery. There's downtown, which has its own sort of hipster feel. Oh, that's awesome. And, but uh, also, you can start to get to know your activities, and if your activities are mostly going to be on the west side, right. then maybe it would be like better if you to love the beach, the yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Someone opened up a really expensive surf shop in Silver Lake, and I was like, guys, anybody <laughs> who is going to spend that much money on surf gear lives at the fucking beach. What are, Do you doing? They sell what are you doing artisanal here? dog bowls? That's right. what I'm talking about. Surfboards, kind of dog bowls, leashes. Get in on this. <laughs> Cupcake. Oh, I'm sorry, what? Kibble. <laughs> Go on. It's hand wrought kibble. Made we'll of organic uh, free trade. That's gnocchi. Chicken meal. Yeah. Um, uh, and be Korean. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I think Koreans are taking over the earth, and, and LA is their. Um, Hub. Live somewhere cheap and drive around as much as possible. And, and, and yeah, have a car. Stuff. That helps. Yeah. It's very helpful. Um, the, uh, let's see. We've got one from Michael in Germany. Michael Benhack. Yeah. you get to see him, Michael. Hello there, Michael. Top of the morning to mm-hmm. you, that Michael. Is, no, but Put with another. the accent. Top of the morning. Put another schnitzel on the Barbie. <laughs> Good morning, Murps. The holidays are over, and I did have my first Christmas in America. We had yeah. spiral ham, uh, honey baked ham. We had that at New Year's. We did. It was good. Uh, with pulled pork, poor Griffith, and sauerkraut. Were and you my two cousin- together on New Year's? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. You two? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, we jammed on New Order's um, ceremony <laughs> oh. with the drummer from the Pixies. And my cousin made beef bourguignon, and uh, in the th- Three weeks I was there, I gained about 11 pounds. Or Lightweight. He, wow. he translated it to four kilograms. Um, Thank you. As New Year's resolution, I want to go more regularly to the gym and come down to at least uh, 176 or 80 kilograms. How many stone is that? Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> it's 11 stone. 11 stone, mate. Yeah. Uh, my cousin... <laughs> Why do they call it stone? Really? Is that right? I don't it's, know. it's 11 pounds no, no, no. of stone? It's, no, it's 14 Probably pounds of stone. Probably because that's what they have to that's, weigh against. That's 12 and a half stone. It's, tw- it's 14 pounds of stone. Isn't it because they was weighing against a stone? Just like they w- Any stone? Just like, like they measure horses by hands, you know? They do? You just do it, yeah. Do you know that there's a measurement at MIT and it's based on the, the length of a guy? There's like a bridge from Boston to Cape mm-hmm. and it's like 58. Phils. Phils. <laughs> and you meet anyone from MIT, uh, and, you, and they, they know. They're like, yeah, it's, hey guys, it's 183 I'm uh, centimeters. I'm, I'm not feeling very well. Just lay down there. <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Um, my cousin convinced me to buy a crock pot. The first thing I made was jambalaya. I haven't had one before, so I can't compare with the original. Son of a gun was going to have good fun. So that was, um, that's from Michael. He's, jambalaya. Yeah, he had a, a Christmas... Uh, epiphany with the uh, crock pot. Crock Goodbye, pots are awesome. Joe. Me got to go. I got a new crock pot oh for Christmas, oh. but mm-hmm. I may return it and get a sous vide machine. Oh, I already have a crock pot. Yeah, how's a crock pot different from a pot? Uh, it has a. It's a slow cooker. 
Got it's it. a slow cooker. Yeah. But I have the old one with the... So when you're trying to boil water and it's taking forever, you're like, well, this is, what a fucking crock. <laughs> All right. I'm turning his mic that, down. That joke brought to you Fair by enough. my dad. Yeah. <laughs> who's, 80, who's 80. <laughs> Just like the origins of words, guys. I think that our parents are, uh, our parents' qualities lie dormant in our cellular structure. It's on a cellular level. And as we get older, uh, the, it starts to blossom and bloom. Oh, no, I, release. Think, yeah. <laughs> I think your, your own protective shell just starts to dis- disintegrate. And then, like the. Oh, Lance Mountain got, she got a. Tendrils of your uh, yeah, parents. A yeah. vision of what it's going to be like when I'm older. My dad is in fucking sane. Like Howard Hughes crazy. He's a, a neat freak, anal retentive psycho. With balls and I, I, down to his ankles. And he's got, he's got big old dick, though. Big <laughs> hanging dick. I remember seeing it as a kid. Nothing, nothing like seeing your, your uh, dick in your son's hand. I make it look gigantic when you're, you know. Anyway, um, you know, when you're, you bathe with your dad when you're a baby. But you put your hand on it? <laughs> it was so big. I had to grab it. I mean, it's, you know, I really had my arm around it. It was kind of like a, like a flotation. Like a yeah. Yeah. You tried to swing from it? <laughs> I did. It was amazing. I would Whee! penis flotation device. I'd just climb into his urethra and fall asleep. It was like can a little warm cave. Can we play again, cave. Papa? Can we play again? But he's so insane. He he has placemats. You have a placemat here on the table, and he has some. He has his weekend girlfriend, his uh, weekend wifey, and she spilled some <laughs> some oil on it, and he didn't like it. So now he puts paper towels over his placemat. You sit at the table, and also he shot his girlfriend and, in the face. Yes, yeah, so and he murdered her. But I, he is so fucking. He's so insane. He's moved to an entire paper plate based kitchen there's no <laughs> everything was plastic he can't deal with a dish in the sink and uh, lance mountain's like oh I, I i see where it comes from i'm always picking up glasses this this makes this table makes me insane and part marty's bathroom i don't i don't marty's bathroom is very stressful it's it's a rough place it's like being in the jungle Without a guide, I feel like it's a lab. Like I'm, like there's. There... When I go into it, I just leave my eyes soft focused. <laughs> <Yeah, just, laughs> but I just went in there. I noticed that there, there's a there's a box of, of tissues with roses on it. That's the uh, there's definitely a lady now here oh, in, right. in the uh, her presence is being felt. But yeah, his bathroom is uh, oh he's back um, is is a nightmare. And and yeah, my dad gets up at 6 a.m. and just starts cleaning. He is a crazy person. Oh. So I'm, but I'm slowly becoming... When he visits, can he live here for right. a couple weeks? I asked him, I said, you, would you talk to my maid? Because he can clean like uh, better than anybody. So he could probably give uh, Ismerelda a master class and getting the dirt out of uh, corners of rooms. But he has a dustbuster in every single room. Charging constantly in case well, those batteries don't last very long. Well, it's a, a chargeable, you know, like it's plugged in, and he just if if something falls, he just cleans it up immediately. Oh, he should get one of those in-house whole house ones where you just plug in a tube to the side of the oh, yeah. thing in the wall. Yeah. Uh, in a seemingly perfect marriage, a man discovers that he, he is actually wedded to a demon inhabiting another woman's body. Yeah, I'm, I, that's my life. <laughs> that's, I'm, I'm living that. I was going to say that's not a very deep metaphor. Uh, anyhow, what little, we learned today on the nose. is that log lines are really hard and, and suck and don't sell the movie. They don't make no, any don't. movie sound interesting. No, but to anyone right. writing a script, don't but worry about a log line. Of them, and so don't worry fun. about. We should, you shouldn't take that from me. But you weren't in a jocular mood when you started. You were angry. Jocular. Plus, I would think the, be- the punchline for that would be to then say the title of the movie because that's when it's like horribly some bad pun. Okay. I don't like Here, puns. Here's, a, here's one. When a missing astronaut. Crash lands 40 years later after he, he launched, having not aged a day. He'll 
His elderly twin brother helps him escape the NASA scientists hunting him. As the government closes in, neither brother is who they claim to be. What's the title? Celeritis. Space nuts. Celeritis. <laughs> See, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The punchline is in the terrible title of the movie. But that's not that they blew it. Yeah. It sounds terrible. But the, but the takeaway is log lines are horrible. You can't tell, as I have proved, reading a script will turn into a good movie. So if you want yeah. to sell a script, write it, shoot it, edit it, and present it to someone as like you know a selling piece. Like right. here, I've I've made the. That's why I was telling people. That's just the plan. Ma- make the entire movie, and then maybe we'll get interested in the script. All right. So can we get in? Up- <laughs> it's not cost effective, but it is a better way to do but it. But they do then remake. So sometimes, they, yeah. uh, what's it? Robert Rodriguez. Basically, that was his career. He made uh, a, a no budget. He shot. Help me out here. The, the, the one with the guitar. Yeah. And El Mariachi. And then he basically got to remake it as a Hollywood movie. Mm-hmm. Just so make it. It's a very, and it's both very viable. And made money. Yeah, it's a very viable uh, career path. Hopefully, because that's what but I, no, I'm but all in on it, right Like now. William Goldman says, no one knows anything. Uh, some jackass kid right out of college read Rod Lurie's script, The Contender, and was like, this is terrible. So I, I, no, even the people reading the who, who vote on the blacklist, they don't know. Because St. Vincent was the, the, the one that got made. And nobody seemed to like it or talk about it. I've never met anyone who saw it. And Have you seen it? No. I've not I don't want, seen it. I'm still depressed by Foxcatcher. Oh, that <laughs> Did was anyone, a anyone see Heaven is for Real? I haven't heard of it. Oh, it was a Greg Kinnear film that yes. came out this year. Oh, yeah. It's about heaven. Yeah. Is it, it like that five minutes in heaven? Yeah. It made $92 Chicken million. Dollars. Chicken soup for the heaven. Like, is, it, is it because it's a feel-good Charlie Church movie? I think it's a, yeah, it's a Christian. Charlie movie. Church. Um, <laughs> so funny. can we get a just do a quick uh, update on your movie? So your movies, uh, you got your financing. You're gonna right now. It's all in the hands of lawyers, and there's lots of paperwork. And my producer is on his honeymoon, so oh. I don't I don't have much enough. I'm, gonna, I'm do, getting to the, the fun stuff. I'm meeting with the production designers and starting to storyboard with the art director and uh-huh. and going to uh, the light and noir exhibit at the Skirball with the cinematographer because we discuss German expressionism and which is Ooh. has which noir has its roots oh, in. Oh, you can't put that. Uh, in a long line as a lighting scheme so yeah. um, I'm getting to do the fun creative stuff right now but uh, in terms of actual updates dates actors attached I, it's, right. it's all it's all in the hands of, of the people who do the stuff that I don't know how to do right now that's good that you're able to uh, delegate well yeah I, mean, I think that's the key to it's been directing. from the start it's been the only thing that's keep, kept me from freaking out for example in, in hiring the cinematographer as an actor I worked with the director uh, a cinematographer sorry who uh, shot on on 35 millimeter film without a monitor and using split diopters and all these other very technical very difficult things and the the piece that he told was a ghost story that was also a period piece that was also an homage to the camera itself and he did it all silently with movement and and framing and when i saw a cinematographer take that on i said that's the guy i need because he can literally do everything i can't and he's fascinated by all the stuff i'm not interested in like the, the the gear, the technical side, the lens, like all the stuff that. But you are kind of fascinated with that because you want to do all this practically and in camera. Yes, but I can't. But he's the guy who can do it, and I can talk to him in a language that doesn't need to involve fifty-seven millimeter for before by and a six. You know, I don't, I don't need to know that language to right, communicate right. with him to get that result. That's why he's like, that's the guy I need on the team, and I've done that with every every position on the on the on the crew. What do you think Penny Marshall was like on a? On a 
as a director? Because I, I think of like a, a director who has zero technical knowledge, and she comes to mind. A few, a few, a few good men, a few good girls, a few good female baseball players. What was the? <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that one. A league of our own, lady baseball. <laughs> yeah, that I, I, I thought that was a fucking flawless film. I yeah. loved it. I loved it. And uh, and I, yeah, I think she's a great director. But like she said, like I don't know anything about technical stuff. I just leave that up to everybody else. Like, so I wonder what she actually does on a set. That day I spent at her house, I, I watched her. Some actor was auditioning for Saturday Night Live, and he said, hey, will you come you know, help me with my bits? And I'm like, sure, whatever. And then I drove up to some house, and I'm in Penny Marshall's house. And I'm sitting where you are. There's Laverne. And um, she has done so much cocaine, her brain is just not there. Like, she can't direct anymore. I think she was trying to direct... Cinderella Man that then Ron Howard eventually directed, um, and I don't think a company would bond her because she is she's she's not there anymore. She's gone. And this dude was smoking cigarettes, and then he had a he had a uh, ashtray kind of thing, and he not I don't forget the guy's name. Actually, I do remember his name. What was his relation to Penny Marshall? Why was he? He was in house? Riding in Cars with Boys or some movie. He was I, just a friend of hers. I think he was fucking her. I, although oh. no, I met uh, what I thought was her sister also laying out. I, I met Penny Marshall lying out by her pool. And she was wearing a, two, a two-piece, and she's not does not have the the, the carriage to it's, pull it off. It's, I was it's like, her house. Oh my god, her you house, have her to rules. Your gaze. You and then I thought it was her. Eyes. I thought it was her sister, but I think it was her friend. If you know what I mean. Aha. Anyway, that's not important to the story. But he knocked over some uh, some ashtray, and cigarette butts went everywhere. And I watched Penny Marshall struggle to use a vacuum cleaner. Like, I don't know, I'm wearing the vacuum cleaner. And I, this is like a 30-minute bit. I'm like, is she fucking with me? No, she really does not know how to use Oof. the vacuum cleaner. And I remember sitting there thinking, how does she direct a movie? How does she? And um, I think, uh, like her, and I know someone that worked for her brother, was like his assistant, uh, you have strong people around them. Right, you know? right. She goes, Marshall. Yeah, she goes to the set, and she eats, ah, I want a little nosh over it. And she talks to the actor for a while, and then she just goes and sits down. I, I don't think she's asleep. she's lugging a, a, a C-stand over and, you know, hanging lights. I think she just... Oh, it's so interesting to hear you say this, because to hear Hollywood tell it, she's a power player. I think directing at that level is years before a camera rolls. It's like... She was telling me uh, it, it's about casting and about dealing with the studio. And, oh, and, yeah. and, you know, it's funny, it's funny you say that, Giselle, because I actually just read more than once. I've read, and I'm, I'm not going to go into names because I don't want to, because I don't remember them mainly. Oh, did but, I say uh, Penny Marshall? The, I meant a female director. It was, it was, a, it was a, fe- a, a very young um, a female Lupino. producer. Uh, she she comes from insane money, and she's been producing hits, and she's sort of on this like top. 10 powerful women in Hollywood and she always played up as being really on top of it blah 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 and a friend of mine's wife is an entertainment lawyer and has worked with her and said don't go anywhere near this person she's so toxically batshit insane um, it's a it's a wonder she's even on this planet and she's on the all these like power lists as being because is really having just, it together and, and you know cranking out hits in Hollywood they fear her money or they want part of it right they want to be part of her money I heard an interesting story last night about James Burroughs directing um, and from I think it was from the Will and Grace cast so but, for, for those who don't know he directed most of Cheers and he's a everything. huge pilot director for uh, 30 minute Comedy. He directed every single episode of Will and Grace. He's direct. He directs most major sitcom pilots. Uh, Taxi. He, he's 
He's the man. Um, but he would he would just listen to the music of the rhythm of the jokes, and he would actually direct without even looking. He sometimes he would close his eyes or have his back to the actors, and he would uh, motion where the cameras should go, just based on rhythm and sound and where the sort of the comedic energy ball was bouncing. And he wasn't even looking at the performances; he was just listening uh, for the music of the comedy. Did it yield good results? He's one of the most successful television directors of all time. Oh. Yeah, okay. I mean, I've been. I watched uh, a bunch of seasons of Cheers this year, or last year, and they really hold up. They're very, very. He fun. directed like eighty percent of Cheers, right? Wow. Yeah. And every single episode of Will and Grace, which every I was never a fan one. of. Yeah, he directed really? every single episode. I had yeah. no idea. That's funny because a friend of mine, he directed his pilot that he was he starred in, and he had, and this is a dude who never says anything bad about anyone. He's like, eh, I don't get it. And I was really like, really? You're like Jim's, Jim Burroughs. I think... He might have been checked out by now. I think he's checked out for about 20 years. But yeah. um, it's also sitcom directing is, you know, it's it's not it's, it's, it's not like directing... Driven. Yeah, it's it's, 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 by more, the time you yeah. get there, it, it's it's all kind of done. Right. But it, it, it goes back to the Penny Marshall point. It, it's also, how can I deal with... There's, I got 10 writer dudes standing here. I got a network. I got actors. He, he kind of... I, I could see how Penny Marshall would be have a calming effect too. Am I putting you to sleep? Why would you say we would not know each other outside of this podcast? Well, we had not met. Well, yeah, I know, but you know, I don't think that was I really okay, boring you. I, I'm, no, I'm actually speaking positively the about Penny a woman. Marshall stuff got boring to me. I don't like. Why are we talking about Penny Marshall? I'd rather hear about you or you. I was there. I sat oh, in her I house. She didn't know. She literally yeah. did not know how to use a vacuum well, cleaner. What bathing suit were you looking gorgeous in? <laughs> you know, so easy to that, say. That's a weird way to what? <laughs> but my point is, which she point? explained to me milk and Pepsi, which was fascinating because as a kid I demanded it because I loved Laverne and Shirley. But it is. My larger point is never meet your heroes because I loved Penny Marshall oh. on that show. And I met her and I'm like, this is a coked up crazy woman. Yeah. Who, his house is set to about 45 degrees. The air conditioning never stopped. And oh, Didn't, uh, yeah. didn't uh, Keith Richards say that? Never, never meet your heroes? Like, I, I used to want to be Chuck Berry until I met the fucking asshole. Yeah. <laughs> until he pooped in my mouth. <laughs> so all you ding-dongs listening, never meet us because it'll be wildly disappointing. Very disappointing. Uh, no, I think we've set I think up. I'm better in well. person, personally. Hey, uh, just want to mention that Christopher Brown have asked when I we're going to... Oh, what he wanted to know uh, when we're gonna. To him. Uh, can't we? See? No, 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 no. Can, can she, she finish? finish? Can she finish? Okay. Everybody Marty. else will want to know. No, no, no. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. Okay. okay. Uh, how are the t-shirts coming, Marty? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's an you. interesting question. I hate you both. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, whatever. whatever. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, you know, uh, oh, Scott. I'll get. I'll, I'll get. I love. I'm gonna need to revisit that movie. Okay. Everyone should watch it again. We'll talk about it next week. Okay. What's it called? Behind the Candelabra. Oh, yes. One of my favorite movies of all time. All right. Blistering performances. So we've Bold. reached the end of our first <laughs> show of 2015. And Thoughts? It's, it's Notes? I think we have exploded into the new year. Yeah, I think uh, we've reached new heights. I, uh, the bar has been set 2015. So Bill wants more structure to the show. Yeah, I was just, I actually want to apologize to the listeners because um I love I like um 
not bits I in terms of like comedic bits, but but moments, structured moments. Um, where like the, I, I like that we go into the mail sack and then we have a this and we have the top of the hour. It gives it some structure, so it isn't just rambling. Yeah. And in all the time that I've been on the show, well, I had the bills rant thing, but Marty doesn't. Marty's not quick enough with the buttons. But um, I haven't brought a a, a bit, a, a a piece, a segment. Yeah. To the show. Bills um, rant. <laughs> although this isn't a rant, um, I'm apologizing for not being creative enough to come to come with a segment to the show. If any of you guys have an idea for a segment that you'd like us to be doing, hit us and we'll see if your idea sucks or not. I want to do, I'm going so to do, I, don't get <laughs> shit on it. I'm going to bring a segment too. And I think it will be something that I know Stephen will find very annoying. It probably will. Annoying? Have, well, I've never. With, uh, you misread me. Feelings or. <laughs> oh, yeah, you are. You're, you're, knitting. you're, you're annoying. Knitting. Shit. Knitting. You know what? Uh, your uh, mystic kind of nonsense horseshit I enjoy <laughs> because I get to kind of poke fun of. Poke fun at, and then in the back of my mind, I'm like, "That's a good idea. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna quietly. Maybe I'll try that in the bathroom. Maybe." Stephen, that's the sweetest thing but you I will, have but, ever but said. But at, at the surface, I will make fun of you and like mock it. you. I but, will but take it. When the mics go off, he'll start patting I'll himself on the head. <laughs> I'm gonna try those four. What are they called? The Agreement. four ten uh, four agreements. Oh, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's really nice of you. I love this music too. This is with this, the whole show. Should be everybody calm down. Ironically, this is the Bill's rant. This is the bed. It's okay. Bill's working on the 17 disagreements. (laughs) (laughs) I got more than 17, buddy. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll we'll, uh, try out some new things in the new year. Maybe a production meeting or an email to give us... uh, Oh, this this is the production meeting? We're doing it live. (laughs) Fuck it. We'll do it live. So, guys, thank you for listening so much. Uh, It's really great that you guys respond and... Um, please uh, email us at noonerpodcast at gmail.com. Tight two hours, Marty. Good for you. Yeah, and then there's a Tumblr, t- uh, tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com. Thank you to Tyson and Darren. And uh, you know how to tweet us. And we all uh, have our own individual tweets. So we will. Um, Happy New Year, everybody. And we will see you Happy next New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, Tuesday. If that fuck. If that fuck. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. I fucked that one up. Hip that fuck. Hip that fuck. Hip that fuck. Hip that fuck. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.